This is Katy Perry. This is Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. This is the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. Mohammed bin Salman. This is Ariana Grande. This is Eric Jemba Jemba. Greetings. This is 6 9 You are listening to the Alleged Wrestling Podcast episode 100. Well, we have to start a Patreon to pay for all those guest appearances. That's a lot of guest appearances. How have you got all the big names, man? <laughs> oh, man. And they're not even finished for the night, Nick. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We did it. We invented it. We invented the medium of wrestling podcasting. And then here we are, 100 episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a time sense. to be alive! <laughs> Sounds like a venereal disease from the eighties. What's this about, Fitz? You got Steve. <laughs> Fitz's uh, screen is frozen. Frozen like yours always is. Ah, so you got no, Steved. Steve. I've downgraded from frozen to two spinning blue circles. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Uh, intro gone now. Well, anyway, that was worth it. It only took about three days to make. <laughs> oh, Fitz, Fitz, do you not know how this works? Like no. A libation, puff of all. Oh. I forgot to keep my uh, button pressing hand open there for when people <laughs> to please indulge. Uh, you're, you're, it's a bit busy doing other things, is it? Yeah, that's what I do during the show. I actually don't yeah. wear pants. I le- legitimately wanker, not yeah. wear pants. It's too hot. It's too hot. I'm in short as far as I go. Yeah. But I am in my sitting room with people. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the dungeon, so we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear that sound. How that sounds? Because Jordan just goes, "That's a lot of cans." And it is. We, we did time it right, so we all got yeah. our, our opening. <laughs> Rehearsals went well. We spent the last six weeks coming up with that. <laughs> Boys, hundred, hundred down. Call it quits there. I'd say. Yeah, that's about it. That's how we're done, right? I'll just play the outro. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's give the people what they want. Touch, touch, please. Touch. All right, I'll see you later. See you next week. Last season <laughs> con. Yada, yada, yada. My Gordo's mammy and all that shit. Oh, yeah. oh, oh that's God. just incestuous, Gordo. Well, we did it. So at least we got a full house anyway. We have myself, Gordo, Nikki, and Steve. Boys, it's awful hot. Oh, look what I see outside the window. And I legitimately not just saying that to get to the first story. A big bastard seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I said to you, I said, I've thrown the script into the shared drive, add in some shite for the top, for the old ledge part. And I said, I've put in the seagulls and the story about Big Bar's Brexit. And you were like, what seagull story? Fintz was like Cantona. And I was like, that's 20 years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> so apparently Fitz, now not to sensationalize it, 
killer seagulls are taking over the south coast of England. <laughs> 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 Kidnapping people's dogs. Uh, did you read the story? I did, yeah. You won't believe what happened next. P- paint a picture for me. <laughs> well, basically, there was a little chihuahua named Gizmo. And now there is not a little chihuahua <gasps> named Gizmo. <laughs> because of a Gizmo? seagull. There was a seagull, you see, Fitz. He swooped down. Because as we know, they are the velociraptors of the sky. Bastard uh, men. In, bastard men. And they came down and took it. And we were talking about this at work today. And we were like, oh, he might have fallen off on a roof or he dropped him somewhere. But uh, we looked up something. And if you have your phone there, do it for the laugh. Could scare you forever, though. There's a video of a seagull eating a rabbit hole. What? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That dog got eaten. Damn. I'm convinced of it. If you're in the chat, have a look at it. On the Google machine that you have on your telephone. Damn. And, uh, yeah, it's it, he literally just swallows it whole. It's it's gruesome as fuck. That dog yeah, is dead. I don't think I'm going to be looking that up. Yeah, no, don't, don't fancy doing that, no. no. Ah, go on, it's great crack. I'd, I'd rather okay, not. I have you know, sound I'm kind, of, <laughs> I'm kind of busy recording a podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty messed up. So that dog got eaten, hundred percent. Poor, poor Gizmo. Yeah, and that's how we started off. We get things started hot. Killer seagulls taking over our skies. R.I.P. Gizmo. He's a ghost now, like Jordan. Yeah. <sighs> R.I.P. Anyway, he's getting on Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jordan, keep an eye on Gizmo there, will you? See what's going on in doggy heaven. Boys, any crack? Era, just me own. Yeah. I, got some, I got some nice needles shoved in my neck today. I feel good. Go on, tell the tale. I am not the oldest Steve on the podcast, thank God. Jesus, who'd want to be that? But True. my my neck is very old and or has Bluetooth stuck in it. So... <gasps> So I, I have a bad neck. I don't know how or why or when. I think it originated from playing bubble football. It's an experience in its own right. Uh, and I had to get dry needling done today to, you know, alleviate the pressure and tension. So now I am as loosey-goosey as a 21-year-old schoolgirl. Think about that one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Boris then. Boris the Blade. Boris the bullet yeah. dodger. Yeah. Bojo. The Bri- <laughs> yeah, the Brit- the British Trump. <laughs> Big Bodog. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, when when this was finally coming to fruition, the, my immediate thought, and I thought I was very smart, but I didn't get any likes or retweets, so clearly I wasn't. But the song came to my head was, Clowns to the left of me, Jokers to the right, Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. It is so true. We've got Donald Trump over there across the Atlantic, and now we got Boris fucking Johnson across the Irish Sea. Well, we we are looking pretty good with Leo Varadkar right now. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Jim, that's fucking saying something. My it God, is. what are arse. you fucking racist, you? <laughs> I hate the oh, Irish. Yeah. Oh yeah, would you call him Murphy as well, huh? <laughs> what if they start deciding? To, what if they fall out and they start bombing each other, and we're just stuck in the middle of it, just looking at missiles from overhead? It, yeah, yeah, just mm-hmm. missiles flying over our heads. You know what we should do? We should get a big load of strong lads from Offaly, either side of the country, and we'll row ourselves down to the Mediterranean. Be grand. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back up. It's like the scene in Oh Christ, I can't think of the name. Shaun of the Dead. So we'll just go to that pub and wait for it all to blow over. We'll just find. A, we'll find an Irish bar in Portugal and stay there. Perfect. Speaking so of Offaly, um, Shane Lowry's whole thing, winning the Open and all that. Do you know where oh, I yeah. was? Do you know where the big party was on Sunday? Mm-hmm. The name of the town, Clara. Oh, yeah. I spent, yeah. I spent all day Saturday. Mm-hmm. Clara. 
<laughs> Why did you I mean, I missed it by one day. You would have had like a, a lifetime supply of beer in one night for I free. Know. I mean, there was a good old buzz around the place on Saturday, to be fair. Um, they were pretty sure he was going to win anyway. He was yeah, he, he was. He had it all but one then at that stage, really, didn't he? I don't mm. follow golf that much, but I mean, it was hard to escape that story. We happened to be in the pub uh, for the last couple of holes. So we, nice. got, we caught the end of it in the celebration. Nice. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm back there again this Saturday. So I have been there. I've been in that town two ta- two days within seven, and I missed the giant piss up. <laughs> and the place has been drank dry at this day, so <laughs> there won't be fear to be fair. Yeah, I was going to say we go down to the pub to watch the boxing. What pub? They're dead now. They're all the gone. Bar, <laughs> the bar is closed. <laughs> back to like my sun- house. It's like Sunday of Rag Week. There isn't a fucking <laughs> drop of drink left in the town. Irish stop, huh? Pitts, what was the story you had? Oh, yes, so... You were telling us off the air. <laughs> Okie doke, live. Right, okie doke, live. Right, okie... Uh, we were talking about Oktoberfest, so the big beer festing... Big beer drinking festival, so... We're all big fans of beer, Gordo... Only in com- competitive circumstances, of course. Reigning pints champion. El Campeon. Mm-hmm. So they put out That's a post... That's fancy. No. Er- <laughs> <laughs> really so, not. Shut up, I'm raising the prestige of that fucking title. <laughs> you're, probably fucking, you're, you're probably raised it better than fucking Seth Rollins raised the Universal Championship anyway. Worse than gender. His reign is worse than gender. <laughs> Statistical facts. So, before we move on to that, Oktoberfest Dublin. Do you usually have a nice little setup down by the IFSC in Dublin? Been there a few times nice to have a few steins they put out a post earlier on today and I'll read it out for you it's fairly short and sweet but dear Oktoberfest fans and friends that's hard to say it is with much disappointment that we must make this announcement unfortunately this year's event will not be going ahead as much as we love coming to Dublin and doing our event with you guys the 2019 event cannot go ahead due to unprecedented increases in our insurance premium in Germany we are not used to the claim culture that has developed in Ireland and therefore we have decided to take a break this year. The belief that putting in an insurance claim doesn't hurt anyone except the insurance company is incorrect. Consequently great fun events like ours find it hard to go ahead with when suspected claims from small minority people can ruin it for everybody. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our loyal patrons and Irish partners that have helped us over the last few years and we look forward to Oktoberfest 2020. That's sad. It is. That is a fucking travesty, to be honest with you. Yeah. At the same time, I do want to say fair fucks for calling it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, there is massive fucking change coming to the insurance industry. You know it's bad when every single person in the country is getting behind Shin fucking Fane for Pierce Doherty ripping through fucking insurance brokers in an Oroctus committee there two, three weeks ago. That was great viewing, though. That was very good. When you when they're saying that you know they're dealing with fraudulent claims uh, week in week out, and he literally puts each one of their heads of claims or whatever they are up in front of the Oireachtas committee under oath and said, "How many fraudulent claims have you dealt with in the last five years?" They might say four or five hundred. How many have you reported to the Gardaí? Two. <laughs> so they're under law to send any fraudulent claim that they suspect to be fraudulent to the Gardaí for investigation it's not up to them to prove that it's fraudulent or not that's the Gardaí's job but yet they're using that excuse to put up premiums for car insurance home insurance fucking health insurance as well it is fucking killing everybody 
everyone's insurance is going up and now you're having massive tourists attracting events like this getting fucked over as well it's pissing me off so weren't they saying there wasn't a uh, i could be wrong but i heard there was some hassle with one or two of the things they were trying to plan around the winter festival up here last year as well no, oh, part of it was the beer tent, apart from, I can't remember what else was the beer tent and was the Ferris wheel, I think they were saying, they mightn't have been able to get in. Yeah, Luckily sure. enough, they all went through, but... No, we didn't have the regular beer tent, though. It wasn't a German beer tent, it was a Danish beer tent. It was all caramel. Yeah, it was yeah. a load of shite. A load of shit. It was a disgrace to the air, to Air o- Square. O'Connell's fucking cleaned up that yeah. whole industry yeah. because they brought in the German beer tent in yeah. their back garden. Fucking epic stuff. I love O'Connell's. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, O'Connell's for life, baby. Yeah, too many wankers discovered it, though. Do you find that anytime you walk past, you're like, Ugh. Yeah, Nolan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Such a dickhead. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, what else? But yeah, did you see that video that was doing the rounds? I know Pat McDonough came out and said it. Uh, the owner of the fine fusion cuisine that we all love so much. That uh, a guy in Dublin oh, found yeah. a wet floor sign. And he walked over the wet floor sign and tripped on it. Look, looked around for people, checked, and he just pretended like he tripped and held down, uh, laid down holding his neck and put in a claim. And there was another woman who put glass from a pint glass into her food in some restaurant. Was it Kildare somewhere like that? It was, uh, the, it was, she, one, she, it was a hotel, wasn't it? it was yeah. Like that, yeah. yeah. And she took uh, a piece of glass out of her fucking bra and put it into her food. Oh, is that where it was? Jesus yeah. Christ. And Why the fuck yeah, would you wear a glass bra? and who broke it oh god it's it's getting like America it's fucking just Sioux culture literally a a report today that a child I I use the term child lightly I don't know what age this person was but they received 17 and a half thousand for a teacher grabbing a pupil by the ear and uh, gripping tightly was the, the phrase Oh my god, you should have been in my school. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, there's flying left and right everywhere. Yeah. 17 and a half grand. <laughs> we had a, I don't know if I told you this story before, we had a woodwork teacher. Now we would have been probably just gone into secondary school. You know what a dowel is? That circular piece of wood. Yeah. Long, kind of circular, put them in for little corners or whatever. So if you fucked up in his class or his punishment was, whatever it was, he got the dowel, put it on the floor, and you had to, you know, just if you feel just underneath your kneecap. That bit, just just that bit there, you had to kneel down on the dowel for the whole class. Imagine that today. He'd be in jail. Oh, yeah. Ours was something similar, but he'd actually slap you across the back. He'd literally actually slap you across the back of the hand of the same woodwork. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Do you remember boxwood rulers with the steel tips on either side? Yeah, vaguely. Big, thick ones. We we used to have them. You'd get battered across the hand with it. Back of the hand as well. Uh, Imagine that today now There'd be like a SWAT team Sent in for the teacher uh, <laughs> You were going to school It was like penal times and shit, you know? That's true yeah yeah And everything was in black and white So mm. Black and white look, And breaking look. out the abacus To do the times table <laughs> Let's yeah, but just They gave us the day off To watch United win The first European Cup So that was good <laughs> Let's just be thankful That we weren't raped By all the priests though. That's, 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 that's true Hello <laughs> yeah. yeah We missed the raping But got the baitings yeah, <laughs> that was, I, I think we won in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, these I'll, kids I'll, don't know how they, they don't know anything about school these days. I take a few slaps. Hunt college. <laughs> I take a few slaps. I would take a few cocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Why, should we, are we talking about Bishop Brennan? Oh, Bishop oh, Brennan! Thank you, J Dog, for sending this to me today. Oh my God! Where's the tweet? I don't care what it is. Some diocese in Washington or something. It doesn't matter about the details. The former bishop had been disgraced and they'd brought in a new lad. And his name was Bishop Brennan. Mark E. 
Brennan. I looked into the article and the replies to that tweet are fucking phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> How's the sun? Call me by your proper title, you little bollocks, all that sort of stuff. Hello, Lynn. Hello, Lynn. So People many are coming Lynn from all over the country. They're even coming from Gdansk. <laughs> <laughs> to, to see the film. Oh, so good. But that is part of a plan. Uh, Jordan, J-Dog, has listened since probably the very start. And uh, we'd have fallen out probably a year ago. He used to write on the uh, illustrious 2bitsports.com for us. Then he now went nobody off. nobody writes on the illustrious Now nobody does, yeah. So now I think it's time we bury the hatchet. Um... But yeah, he's always supported us retweeting everything. Sound cunt. Uh, but yeah, he left us for, what was it at the time? Cage side or Sports something Kedia. like that? Sports Kedia, Sports yeah. Kedia, See, they mean, I mean, it's like it's like WWE putting Evolve on. We don't even know what their names are, lads, okay? <laughs> that's, just, that's how petty we can get. But then he was dead to us, but I think it's time. Through him and with him and in him Oh God Almighty Father in the unity of the almighty Bobby Lashley Amen, Amen. <laughs> uh, you're resurrected you're a real boy again Jordan you're a real boy <laughs> but, but you're you're back under the name Bobby Lashley <laughs> I was digging around for old clips to find and I found that I was like why the hell am I not using that every single week it's outstanding <laughs> oh god oh god is there any other shite hawking before we get into news uh, uh, there was that Lion King video thing you retweeted the other day oh, yeah. your own uh, <laughs> oh Oh, the fuck, fuck this. <laughs> this woman brought up five points that Lion King got wrong about lions. <laughs> it was like the patriarchy and what the female lions do and the male lions do, whatever. Not one of them was real lions can't speak. We were like, what in the fuck? Yeah, it's like, oh, well, Mufasa would have had the darker mane because that's a sign of power. And the mother would have been the one ruling everything and the father would have looked after him. And it's like, fuck off. Seriously. It's a fucking cartoon, love. Get over yourself. Oh, yeah. Speaking of actually something Jordan just put on the Cats trailer. Who saw the, Who's seen the Cats trailer? No. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it, Nick. Oh, it was too fucking freaky. It's so bad. It's like, it's, it's terrifying. It's, thing of, it's a thing of nightmares, like. It really is. <sighs> who put, it's like the Sonic trailer when they put that out and they had to can the whole thing. Like, who thought that looked good? <laughs> terrible. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. something else from Comic Con. Actually, all the Avengers shite, all the Marvel stuff. Go on. There's a, like you you posted a guard. It's like what's like a ton of They're movies. They're releasing nine or essentially nine movies from May of next year till November of twenty twenty one. They're releasing a total of nine projects. I can't remember them all off the top of my head, but the first one is essentially the Black Widow movie. Uh, and then they have the likes of Loki, The Eternals. I think Loki's a TV series. There's some of them are TV series. Yeah, there's like three of them, two or three of them are the TV series. But, um... but yeah, one thing I noticed because they they went through all the panel with all the different like the newer IPs and everything like that. So all, of all these, they're really going for the diversity. Like they're really oh, yeah. ramping up the diversity. There's a whole movie just about uh, the Chang Shu and the something um, certain number of stars or I, I can't remember what it's called Shang-Chi uh, and the whatever the fucking yeah Shang-Chi and the Seven Dwarves Seven Dwarves <laughs> uh, but yeah that's like an all Chinese cast then there's um, 
Great bunch of lads. Great bunch of lads. Great bunch of lads. Obviously, you got Black Widow movie itself coming out. There's, oh, there was no, was everyone basically had its own little ethnic group or uh, female Thor. Female Thor. Is I happening. saw that. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's people are getting way too put out of place about this one because that's in the fucking comics. Oh yeah, I, I was expecting this to come, and she is who was to female, yeah. female Thor in the comics. Yeah, it's Jane Foster in the comics. I don't yeah. see why people are getting so fucking pissy about this on the internet. It's exactly also, why I was expecting Sam Wilson to get the fucking shield at the end of endgame spoilers also 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 it possibly it. brings back natalie portman oh she's I'm, back oh, she was yeah. there she was she was on the stage I for the know. <laughs> yeah. i need but, more uh, natalie portman in my life i, I, brought, I brought up the quick thing yeah so yeah we've got a t- uh, black widow the movie falcon and the winter soldiers a tv show eternals who are all there's only one white guy in that everyone else is different uh, races and so Richard yeah. Madden or whatever is the only white guy isn't it yeah so yeah Rob Stark is the only white yeah. guy Boris Johnson will not be granting that movie a license in the UK <laughs> but yeah and then you got Shang-Chi and the legend of the ten rings that's what seven, seven dwarves <laughs> uh, yeah so like that, 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 that's the new movie like so yeah they're, they're really going that way but other than that we got WandaVision which is a TV series uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness which is a horror apparently Oh. Or horry genre type movie. Okay, well um, that means they could probably use they could go all out with Mordo as the villain in that then and go proper dark with that. So that'd be interesting. We got Loki, very good TV series. Um, what if, which is an animated series, uh, which is basically alternate versions of what if this happened instead of this happened. So, it's so like, like, what if I was to buy fast food and disguise it as my own cooking? Exactly. <laughs> Delightfully devilish, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Hawkeye TV series. We got the Tor movie we mentioned earlier, Tor Love and Thunder, which is female Tor. Uh, also announced, they announced a. They mentioned that there's going to be a Fantastic Four, a new Fantastic Four movie. There's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy three. There's going to be. There's another one of the regular ones. They said there's another one of Captain Black Marvel Panther two. Captain Marvel two and Black Panther two. Yep, and they also mentioned announced Blade. Ooh, it's Triple yeah. H in this one again. <laughs> uh, and as what's well, his name, Maher Shala Ali or whatever Shala his name is. Blah, 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 blah. The guy I can never. Oscars. Yeah, I can never remember his fucking first name. He done he done a voiceover in the one the French uh, one the career modes in Madden a couple of years ago. Fucking loved he it. Did. He did actually. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's been good and everything. He's done he done uh, he done a couple of voices for uh, Into the Spider Verse last year as well. But even if you look at him, you're like he he should be Blade. Oh yeah, he's perfect for it. He's spot on for it. So, yeah, I look forward to all that. It's gonna be a lot of stuff. Like, for essentially, they're they're gonna have movies in for the most part for a year. If you look at the time frames for a lot of them, they're pretty much gonna be taking over cinemas. So, oh yeah, that's fuck it. Did DC do. announce anything? Is there any DC stuff coming? Huh. I don't think they have another panel. Oh man, it's depressing. I know the Joker movie. I, I cannot wait to see that. That's that. amazing. Yeah. Um, and they rebooted Batman again. I think, isn't it? Yeah. The fucking or Pattinson. Ben Rob Pattinson is going to be Batman. Fucking, he can't go out in daylight because he'll fucking sparkle. <laughs> Perfect character. Oh. Then. Batman only works at night. It's fine. Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It was a heavy day of uh, wrestling news, and I thought we'd start off with Killer Seagulls. Taking over the Dover skyline. I think we should probably eventually get to it. But like, there's a few little bits in here 
T3 screwed us over as usual dickheads they were supposed to send a thing to plug their own show and they didn't bother um, but it's okay we, we got one in it's the first of many Hi, this is Tommy Podcast, inventor of the podcast here to say that I love the alleged wrestling podcast. When they were the first people to come up with the idea of doing a wrestling podcast I laughed. But look at them now, rich as shit with giant penises. Well done, here's to 100 more. Oh, Tommy uh, Podcast Tommy. What, a, what a lad, what a lad. He's always been a fan. Yeah, you know, he always believed in us, except when he didn't. And then he did. <laughs> So, well, he's in the best tree. Really, he he's in on that money too, in fairness. It's true, yeah. Eventually, we have to set up that Patreon to pay him back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. Captain AEW, your thoughts yeah. on today's news? Just watch the, uh, the announce video there as you were kicking things off. Uh, the phrase, hook it to my veins, is the only thing that can be described. It's fucking, it's got me amped. Got me out. Can't wait to fucking see it in Chicago in a few weeks' time with my broski. It's going to be that good. Video pa- the video package is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really good. <clears throat> like, um, they've been able to build uh, an entire summer's storyline using nothing but YouTube and pay-per-views and social media, obviously, to a degree. I can't wait to see what they're actually going to be able to do when they've got a weekly TV show as well. They are the chosen ones the ball is in their hands. The competition isn't raising their effort right now, so it's all up to them to save professional wrestling. What are you talking about? They totally raised their game. They totally raised their game, and they raised the ratings above three million this week, Fitz. Yeah, let's come back to me next week and see how we're doing. <laughs> and we will on the return of fifty-two drop-off. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it debuts Wednesday, October second on TNT, eight to ten Eastern. Which suits us mm. kind of as well. Um, first show in the Capital One Arena home of the Washington Wizards in Washington obviously with a capacity of 20,000 seats Fitz it's a bold strategy Cotton uh, Washington the first I'd... time it'll work out or first couple of times oh, yeah, I, like, uh, like said, they like, have uh, the allure so that's always mm. going to be the, the case for the, for the start of the, the launch of the show but 20,000 in Washington is a bit of a gamble they could have gone to a safer town for their inaugural show but uh, we'll, we'll see how it pans out for them. Follow the. Well, I was going to say follow the old WCW thing of going for a lot of the kind of second tier venues like college basketball stadiums and shit like that. That I remember, remember half the capacity of that. I mean, college basketball you only mm-hmm. put in an average crowd around seven thousand ish. Um, at the end of the evening, if you tarp off bits of it, you can still make that look pretty good with an audience around about three or four thousand. The, you know? It's interesting you say that because the young bucks were on with Chris Van Vliet, and I, I probably mentioned this last week, but they, he posed a question to them: "Is like, what would you rather, you know, sell out a four thousand arena stadium, or put six thousand people in an eight thousand reader stadium?" And while without giving a definitive answer, they were definitely leaning towards having a sellout show. Sellout show not only looks good in terms of creating that atmosphere and that bubble of, of excitement and noise but all, you can genuinely say uh, that you sold out the arena yeah that's a big thing it just has stone cold yeah. I think it'll be a destination yeah yeah, I, I would, I, uh, yeah eventually because even WWE can't fill 10,000 at this stage you can't even fucking um, fill 2,000 on a fucking live show true. on Smackdown what the hell are they doing doing house shows on Monday nights again do they not realise they're on telly <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on with a wild card rule 
yeah. which means that you don't necessarily know which top stars are going to show up at these house shows because you don't know who's oh. going to be a wild card on the main show. So, like, essentially, uh. if like when they're going through that phase where Kofi was an uh, nearly an automatic wild card on Monday, Becky was an automatic wild card on Monday, Roman was an automatic wild card on Monday. That's three stars you don't have for your Monday night or for your Monday night house shows because you know they're going to be on Raw and they're two champs and the big dog. He's the well, largest dog. The largest of all the dogs. He's larger than J-Dog. I tell you what, a seagull wouldn't pick him up. In no. And eat him whole. A seagull could try, but he get fucking Superman punched right in the fuck. <laughs> right in the fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think, yeah, they'll do... It'll be like... Um, they'll probably run a Starcast or a con around it as well just to get make it a destination weekend or, mm-hmm. or a midweek or whatever. They'll fill it because everyone's always complaining the tickets go out. So, like... They can't win because if they'd ran a ten thousand, people would be whinging that they that big they didn't safe. have an, a big enough place. And then if if they don't sell it out, people would be laughing at them. Whatever, fucking just sit. Even if they can't to sell twelve or fifteen, give the rest of them away for a fiver in the nosebleeds. Upgrade everyone else's seat. Fill the place. Nobody gives just a fuck. Exactly. Fucking literally go to every school nearby and just fucking yeah. hand them out. Yeah. We said uh, it about WrestleMania Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> but genuinely, like at the end, they just fucking get people in the door. Yeah, like yeah. they they know it. This is obviously just for the, the launch. They're not expecting to do these venues yeah. for TV days. Oh yeah, like they've said it numerous times. As Fitz said there with the box, we're saying obviously. I think it was a Jericho's we, we were watching last night. He said something similar as well. Fitz, he was like, they know their, their target audience for a, a TV show or something would be yeah. between mm. four and six thousand or something. That'd be probably what to be aiming for. Was but, that the Collider interview he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. It was quite good. Enjoyed the co-host. Very <laughs> much got a career. Yeah, Fantastic. definitely got a career in TV. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to need this uh, this interview for research purposes, lads. If you can, <laughs> yes, um, definitely in your private time. Yeah, in my private time, if you could link it to me, I, I will definitely peruse it <laughs> in my private time. I'll just send you a screenshot. That will cover everything you need. <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, boys, speaking of veins being hooked, Okada and Osprey from the G1. Oh, oh lord i am still a couple of nights behind um i think two nights well three nights behind now uh, but i had to watch that match just to get caught up on it holy fuckballs! i posted some gifs of it the okada going for the rainmaker and then it turns into a spanish fly and then the other one was i think osprey had him up for the stormbreaker and he flips out of it and another Rainmaker. It's bananas stuff. Absolutely bananas. They're on a different level, those lads. Yeah. Osprey announced himself to the doubters. Yeah. 100%. Like, I mean, he hasn't, points-wise, he hasn't doing great ratting, but, like, he's had, from my opinion, he's had match and night pretty much most of the nights. Maybe the first night probably got over. Mark! Okada. Okada actually probably beat it, but other than that, I think any time he's been on, he's had match and night. And when did you ever think a Lance Archer match would be up there in the discussion <laughs> yeah, for match of the exactly. night? Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, we we were wrong about Lance Archer, but we didn't know Davy Boy Smith had left. So I mean, we didn't know they were going to give him an old singles push. So what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, I'm I'm fully up to date. I've seen today's show, so I'm actually fully up to date for once on the G1, which is nice. Maybe don't spoil today's just in case. I'm not arse, but if because I'll watch it either way. But if other people are spoiled, say, t- today was it was a de- there, there there was no like blow away match on today's one, but they were decent. Fitz's dead. He's You're dead. fine. He, yeah, he's fine. I'm not going to spoil anything. He's fine. He's not spoiling it. It's Nicky. He won't spoil anything. 
Not spoil that and you're safe, don't worry. So you're saying that Okada be <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't on today's show, you well he was on today's show. Yeah. But that's an even bigger surprise. I'm glad you spoiled it on Fitz. <laughs> but yeah, if if you do only get a chance to watch one so far in night seven, that one with Osprey Okada. Like I, I put if if I have a match I'm like, okay, this is a good match, I put a little colour beside it on our uh, tracker mm. sheet. I have three matches that have a colour beside it on that one. So if you're gonna Go out of your way and watch one sh- one day only. Night seven is the one to watch. And I'm going to put it in my Dawson's Creek Trapper Keeper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Moxley versus Ishii. Oh, that was, that was a, my god! That was great crack. The chairs. The Moxley's outside with Ishii, and he's got two chairs. He throws one to Ishii and says, "On guard, here we go," and just beat the fucking shit out of each other with chairs. Mm-hmm. It's great. Nice old brawl. How fucking free and unhindered is Moxley looking right now it's mad mm-hmm. he is not gendered he different character uh, fucking hell he's he's dialing it up something fierce at the mm-hmm. moment that promo I know I haven't seen the latest road to all out but that clip of that fucking two minutes promo he caught in it oh my god so good it's uh, very very good any other recommendations Nick um, for those out there that have no time for the G1 because there's plenty of them there just is. looking for the owl match here and there. Uh, like I, I'll, Fitz gave a top five last week in no particular order. I'll do the same for this for the last four ones since he did his one. Uh, so I say no particular order. Number one is Osprey Okada, but uh, after that, in no <laughs> particular order, uh, I'd say that would uh, yeah Moxley Ishi. Um, I'd say Osprey Abushi from night five, and I'd say. Abushi Sonata, probably. Yes, sir. Good show. Really like that. Battle of the Beauties. Seven. Yeah. They're uh, beautiful. Four. Was that four or five? That was four. That was four. four. Let's throw a fifth. Um, throw a Yano. 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 Yano match. Yano. See, you know, I, I don't think really, I, I like add the very first Yano one highlight because that was amazing. <laughs> they're all they're all in similar veins, so it's like pa- Paddy was well, unfamiliar with Yano. Yano match. <laughs> pa- Paddy was unfamiliar with Yano until I showed him the Lightning uh, match. Actually, Yano's got to watch Ken. Yano White was. He's got to watch Kenny and, and Yano from the last two years. Then just oh, to catch yeah. up on the greatness that is Yano. Yeah, the G one is missing one major component here. Not Kenny Omega himself, just the Kenny Omega and Yano match. But yeah. It's it's fun. It's starting to get into kind of matches are starting to really, really, really matter now. So yeah, it's like the the point. Like I, I'm not gonna say because it'll spoil stuff from today, mm-hmm. but like the the way the point spreads are going are getting quite interesting. Nice, nice. The news today. I had to laugh out loud, lads. <laughs> TNA Impact Global Force Wrestling Cart uh, tried to buy. They were in talks to be on Access TV, but it turns out Anthem Media, their parent company tried to buy Access TV from Mark Cuban, you know, penniless Mark Cuban, um, <laughs> so that they could air Impact Wrestling. Just what? What are they doing? Uh, and then it didn't go well, so they renewed their deal with Twitch, which, you know, I could renew my deal with Twitch right now and stream this fucking thing. I, it's time, Impact, as great as the last pay-per-view was, it was good crack. I don't see a future here. When's their deal with Pursuit up? Because I know they haven't renewed it, but is it done now or is there a bit few? But bit they own Pursuit, you see. Do they? So, yeah. As far as I'm aware, unless I'm hugely mistaken, I yeah, think they own I think that company. Right. And nobody has that channel. 
Mm. So they can leave whenever. Um, like Twitch, because it's not a deal. It's Twitch. It's like, <laughs> um, unless they're getting kickbacks, I don't know. But oh, they have can't to be that be many. There can't be that many people watching it. I mean, you could throw on Twitch now, and there'll be some twelve-year-old with twelve million viewers playing Fortnite. Do you know what I mean? So where's the where's the money on Twitch? Would be foolish to be giving Impact any money, but they probably are. Those old. Do you know what they need to get? Conrad. They need to get Conrad because <laughs> he will get money into that company. Um, oh, it's sad, but I, I think they're I think they're gonna go. I, I think I, this is probably it. I feel well, they've bad. lost Nitro or Impact Morrison Mundo, whatever his name is. He gone. And Jericho in that interview was big on Tessa Blanchard that that's yep. their number one target. Yep. Her match with Callahan. Be. Oh mercy! That was weird, wasn't it? Cracking match though. Mm. Yeah, um, she fucking that was good crack. Yeah, ah, yeah, it's a shame. I'm, 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 I'm liking some of the stuff they're doing. I'm liking some of the talent they have there. They just shot themselves in the foot so many times over the last five or six years that you're like, time to old yeller it. Yeah, it feels it's going that way, especially now that there's other promotions starting to break out, taking what a little bit of, you know, the. Uh, the mm. what's the word of the viewership that they had probably yeah. to divert away now soon and even the hype of AEW is hurting all of these guys because um, we saw it there today as well NWA and Ring of Honor have parted ways as well apparently that's because NWA want to start doing their own TV okay right but we were saying even when we first started this um, back in 1963 <laughs> that this was before AEW was on the scene this was more of a hey New Japan Ring of Honor everyone just get together it's the only way you'll stop them and AEW is kind of that thing just on the talent level. But now they're all breaking away. There's only so many eyeballs. There's so, only so many butts to put in seats. There's only so many TV stations that are going to be willing to fucking show wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Grand, you got Twitch. Yeah, <laughs> Twitch. It's like, it's like, made they've the... got Twitch. Do they? How about we get our exclusive <laughs> deal with YouTube? Exactly. <laughs> NWA rebuilds their brand on YouTube. So yeah. they could put a show on YouTube Red or something. You know, the, you could do it that yeah. way, but is that what that was called? I don't know. I don't even know what YouTube. Yeah, YouTube Red. Yes, yeah. the premium. Yeah, not, not not Red Tube. YouTube Red. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the confusion there. If, if yeah, if you were to, if you were to look for NWA wrestling on Red Tube, you might find something very different. <laughs> yeah. Kira wants to call me, but I told her, you know, you're live on the internet. She won't come on the phone. Oh. Oh, we need a guest appearance it's episode 100 she needs to I, I'll get her later she's walking home from work she hates when I ring her hates it she spends her days on the phone so I get it oh god um, yeah the other big thing was this variety article did any yeah. of you read this I didn't read it was all, all detail in it. Of, I saw bits and pieces and I saw tweets and shit about it interesting though yeah, it was, it was another reason why Jordan is now a real life boy again because he basically wrote this script for me because he just kept sending articles. So I was like, oh, fantastic. Copy, paste, copy, paste. <laughs> um, but yeah, Variety ran this thing. Uh, the, the headline was Vince McMahon out of excuses for WWE woes. This was two months after them doing that puff piece on him. Yep, licking the just, balls off him. Yeah. But it goes into mental detail um, on declines in viewership. Uh, they were saying year on year there's 600,000 less people watching on average you know where they got that stat they got that stat from 52 drop off and they debunked the the stupid excuse to keep giving about superstar absences that they call no one fucking missing 
No, the one person that they highlighted, they listed 14 people, right? And then they said, well, they were on this show, this show, this show, this show. They had, like, you know, Becky Lynch had 18 appearances. And she was down as one of the absences. She must have missed one week or something. I don't remember that. But uh, Wyatt was the only long-term injured person they had. Unless they were counting developmental guys from NXT who haven't made TV yet. Babatunde. (laughs) Babatunde. That big Nigerian fucker, the big seven foot three Nigerian lad. Oh, that lad. Get him on Raw. He should have been on Raw Reunion. He should have been at the end of Austin's Bear Bash. He should have come out and killed them all. Would have been fantastic. You know, know they didn't have on Raw Reunion. We'll probably get to Raw, obviously. We will. Yeah. Nicholas, he was there. They did a video. He was in the building. They put a video up afterwards on you.com with him. Like, he should have won the 24 7 title. At some he point during won the night, the fucking twenty four seven title. Of course he should. Of who? Pinning oh. fucking Kelly Kelly as her fucking oh, coach is hanging listen, over. Listen, that lad, <laughs> that lad would have come back when it was like you'll never top that winning the title at WrestleMania story. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wanna bet? I still want to kill that kid. Like it would have to be Drake that take it off him again. But I, uh, it yeah, it would have been perfect. Oh yeah. Ah well. See. This is why the fucking viewership has plummeted 20% over the first half of the year compared with the same period in 2018. Quote, variety. Um, yeah, losing an average of 616,000 viewers an episode. Uh, 17% drop in SmackDown, shedding 446. It goes on and on and on and on and on all this. And the stock is down 29%. And they have to release their figures today or tomorrow. Tomorrow. The earnings, the earnings call is tomorrow. So That'll be an interesting call. They are 100% announcing tiered network to try and get more revenue in. Well, it's funny you should say that, Gordo. I just got an email to say that they're launching the new WWE network this week. Yep, they're redesigning the network. So it's possible slash probable that when that update is forced across all devices that they'll be launching a tiered system on it. That dollar going to make them holla. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, um, the AW announcement was made three hours ago, just gone. So... It's eight or well, twenty-five past eight in the evening here in Ireland. So, what time do you think they announce ICW progress and evolve to be on Wednesday nights on the award-winning <laughs> WWE Network? That that'll be part of it if they are doing tiered. Like, yeah. I mean, they are, they have a, a show on the network this weekend, a random paper, a house show. What is this? Smackville. 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 What is it? It's Shit. they are essentially running. Remember the way they done the Shields last chapter thing? Uh huh. Yeah, they're essentially going to start doing one or two more like this over the next couple of months to try and test their ability to be able to put on these shows on short notice. Like, I, I, I like the idea. Like, you have this network, give more content for it. There's enough fucking content as it is but for everyone overall, but it, mm. it makes more sense to put more content onto it when you have it. So this is a good idea to do it in general, but it's just mm. random as fuck the way they're doing it. Like, well, it's... Yeah. It, well, I was going to say the the apparent aim, and I believe it was sort of fightful. I think I had an article up to say this, but the apparent reasoning behind it is that long term they're wanting to be able to see if they can put on shows to try and counter the likes of AEW or New Japan. So, like how to run and take over Cardiff opposite um, uh, what's the Ring of Honor show in the UK that day? New Japan, New Japan. or New Japan? New Japan, rather, yeah. And then obviously we have All Out then that night as well. But it's hell like how they're going to be running that. They won't be doing something similar over in the US on short notice as well. Uh, Jordan's after sending us an article there. The uh, living Jordan. Uh, WWE executives sell stock ahead of financials report. Oh boy. Cooking Fire sale. Mm. Yeah. So when are we buying, okay. lads? At what, at, what, at, what, at what price are we going to jump in and start buying? 
this is what they have. So PW Insider reports that several executives sold stock in the company on July 22nd, according to recent SEC filings. Company set to, <coughs> excuse me, report their 29, blah, 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 blah. Vince sold 12,000 shares for $70 a piece. Barrio sold 139,000 shares. Isn't, Jesus Christ. Isn't Ooh. that insider trading and illegal? Yeah. They did this the last time as well. Uh, George Barrios sold 140,000 shares. Kevin Dunn sold 70,000 shares. Mark Coal, don't know that guy, sold 4,000 shares. Triple H sold 18,000. Stephanie sold 18,000. Michelle Wilson, 65,000 shares. And they're all for the region of $70. 70, 23. Who's Fuck buying them? That's not that how the meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is insane. That's just going to tank the fucking price. Let's jump in and see now. I'm loading it up, boys. Two seconds. <laughs> see what it is. Yeah. So they're expecting a crash. That's what Jordan's saying. Yeah. Like that. That is the definition of insider trading, though. Like that's, that's got to be like yeah. that. Uh, it's so, currently sitting at sixty-eight ninety-eight. It's actually up today. So it's yeah, up it six. I saw sixty-nine yesterday. Yeah, it's up. Uh, it's up sixty-one cent today. Jesus H. Is there um, a history of the price? Uh, well, it's a false price, like ever since it went to $99 or whatever yeah. since when they announced the TV deals. Those those shares were $9 at the start of 2018. Yeah. Fuck me, lads. We'd be rich as shit with giant penises. <laughs> <sighs> Just have to settle for the giant penis. Oh, boy. You love settling for penises, though, Ferris Fitz. <laughs> I like ah. on penises. <laughs> <laughs> You're like checkmate. <laughs> um, and of course, there's writers released. It's a long-term co-head writer of SmackDown left after seven years. Uh, another guy left after eight years. That's all. Mad. That's only because they realize they can get me to do it for both shows <laughs> if they want, but they're gonna have to pay me as much as both. I'll chip in if you pay the Mixler and SoundCloud monthly fees. I can do that. That's, that's covered. Yeah. I can that's, do that. That's yeah. done. Then they go, at the end, they go away and cheap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Speaking of overall before, hirings and all, though. Um, go on. I was listening to um, Bish, Eric Bischoff's podcast from a couple of days ago, and he's only actually starting this week. So he, yeah. he officially started last week. He was just working in the office, kind of learning uh, the people and everything like that. His first day at TV was this week. Mm-hmm. That as in he was writing it or he was just no he was so he hasn't hadn't did he was actually at TV mm-hmm. this week so yeah his oh, first okay. production first meetings and stuff for yeah okay so he hasn't really done anything yet no, no. he went to Stanford okay. last Wednesday Thursday and Friday and yeah, that was he it. went to Stanford last week okay um Gordo you had the two o five there before we go on to Raw reunion and all of the glory that it was yeah um. Yeah, I was kind of struggling to get to sleep last night because it's fucking swamp ass at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it really is. So Fuck the sun. Oh well, in all meanings of that. Fucking warm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I was struggling, struggling to get to sleep after watching SmackDown because of the heat. So I said, "Fuck it," I'd throw on a bit of two o five live and see what was happening. Um, and I saw the intro of Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, formerly known as Shane Strickland different shark uh, as uh, literally as I was turning on the show um, 
and turned out he was facing Drew Gulak. And they had a 15-minute match that was absolutely fucking beautiful. Um, oh, baby! Great match. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch the rest of it, but there was a match between, was it Raul Mendoza and Humberto Carrillo against some of the Lucha House Party? Uh, which, calling up some more people from NXT then. Yeah, no, I think uh, by the sounds of things, the Swerve thing, I think he's only up as a one-off. I think they're trying to highlight some of the guys from that breakout tournament thing they're doing. But um, yeah, he had a really, really good showing. Um, great match between the two of them. It's the sort of thing that made me want to go watch the rest of the episode because everyone online afterwards was raving about how it was a great episode. So may actually end up watching a full episode of 205 Live this week. My God. What yeah. about the rumors that they're um, dissolving that show, though? Um, if, if they're dissolving it, it didn't fucking show this week because they're trying to... Uh, one of the things, and spoiler for anyone who may end up watching it, is... Uh, Mike Kanellis is going to be having a match with Drake Maverick next week. Uh, I think it's going to be a no-holds-barred match or something like that. And if Kanellis wins, he gets a Cruiserweight title shot at SummerSlam. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah, so it doesn't look like they're winding that down. They seem to be going full steam ahead with good matches, keeping storylines pushing on. So... But to yeah. be fair, the wrestling quality was never really uh, in doubt. Oh, it's always one of the better, better shows, it's just no one's watching. And it lost its it lost its star power with the likes of Ali and all them leaving yeah. for the most part. So it's good now that then they have to bring up some of these more athletic guys from two oh five that a lot of people who like they're fresh off the indies in the case of Swerve. So bringing these guys up there fairly quickly, they're not losing their appeal from the indie days. They're still fresh in people's memories. They're gonna people you're gonna get more marks in to watch it. So mm. Yeah, might be a good way to see if you can keep bringing these guys in and get more eyes on it on a weekly basis. So, yeah. Back to being taped before SmackDown now, isn't it? Uh, I'm not sure. No, I think it's still live after SmackDown. live after SmackDown. Well, it is 2.05 taped, though, isn't it? Oh, because they show it on Wednesdays now. No, they moved it back. Did they not move it back to Tuesday? They moved back to Tuesday. I watched it last night after SmackDown. Yeah, it's live. Okay. They did... Move it to being taped beforehand and put it on Wednesdays, but now they've moved it back to live on Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah. They badly need to move it to um, full sale, though. They need that small, intimate yeah. crowd to get behind it like they do for NXT. Yeah. To be fair, the crowd last, the crowd last night was actually fucking hot for that main event. That so like if that any... was a crowd that had watched, all, all, like, everything... That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like that's the case though. Anytime you kind of watch two of them, like the crowd at the start of the show or start of like a big, big match, meh, 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 they always get them into the match. Like by the mm. end of it, they're always cheering. This is awesome, chance, whatever. Like that, that's the they thing. Will... Long term, that might start as you go around the country, getting more people watching two of five live. But it's a long, long term strategy. Like, yeah, but you you need to get them on TV. You need cruiserweights as part of Raw or something. When they took them off Raw, given their own show, it was almost the death of them. Yeah. And I don't think they've recovered to the same degree since. Yep, true. Needs more Enzo and more. I agree with you, Fitz, 100%. Enzo yeah. and more, come back. That's exactly what I said. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, at least T3 are an, an absolute shower of pricks, as we know. Mm-hmm. Didn't have anything to us. But a couple other friends had something anyway, thankfully. The following announcement was paid for by the Wrestling Life Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Ethan and Liam from The Wrestling Life at TWL underscore podcast on Twitter. And we're here to wish the fellows at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast a very happy 100th episode. Yes, it's, it's quite a milestone. 
we recently celebrated our 200th episode, hashtag humblebrag, and uh, it's, a, it's quite a feat to get to that 100, though, and of course, the the, the wonderful Irish lads over at the uh, Alleged Wrestling Podcast were nice, nice enough to send us a little message of congratulations when we hit our big milestone, so... We wanted to return the favor and uh, congratulate them on a on a job well done, and also to thank you for making your shout out message about thirty seconds long, compared to the take two takedown guys messages that was like nine minutes long. So thank you for keeping your message short and sweet, and we will do the same here. So congratulations, guys. Hope everything is going well over in Galway. Uh, I loved the Chieftains of Van Morrison song about the county down as a child. So that's about the extent of my knowledge of Galway. But anyway, <laughs> congratulations, lads. Congrats. The preceding announcement was paid for by the Wrestling Life Podcast. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at TWL underscore podcast. Oh, and congrats to the Alleged Wrestling Podcast on their 100th episode. So the boys have joined the uh, NWO, clearly. <laughs> who, who the fuck were they? Well, someone needs to, <laughs> <laughs> so, someone needs to join and consider, you know, Scott Hall and Kevin Ash didn't get their own NWO music. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this, Nick. I can't wait. <laughs> My pedantic head exploded. At but cheers day. to the rest of life, guys. Yeah, cheers, lads. Thanks for the shout out. Um, Seriously, who the fuck were they? <laughs> the wrestling life <laughs> I joke Ethan I, and Liam joke. Ethan and Liam they're sound lads sound check comes. out their show do not check out T3 do not <laughs> check out T2 <laughs> after all the do you remember the amount of work I put into that Star Wars one? Oh. Ah, scumbags gave them two mo- two weeks notice as well yeah <sighs> that is very sick yeah you know, don't even know why I put ah, that fucking at Trump rallies shooting their guns by that's all they're at <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Draped in Confederate flags, shooting noozies into the sky to kill pew those pew, evil, pew. evil aliens. Oh, and them evil seagulls. Fifty-one. How have we not? Yeah, that's where they are. They're going to Area Fifty-one. It all makes sense now. They went to see dem aliens. <laughs> God. Um, it was very funny how the FBI had to put a statement out that basically said, "You come here, we will kill you." Just so you're aware, you're going to be shot and killed. <laughs> <laughs> good times. Good times. No, it wasn't good times. Pew pew, Rob Reunion. Where do you put it on the old uh, Raw 25 scale? It, it didn't reach Raw 25 levels for me. It was bad, but it wasn't Raw 25 bad. No, nothing was as bad as Raw 25. Nothing. It was the worst episode of Raw in history. I'm going by to that. put it on a par with Raw 25. Not, say, <laughs> not saying it was worse. Not saying it was bad and as bad in terms of the actual shock value and Cack quality of it, but for the fact that Raw 25 was not too long in the distant memory, only about 18 months ago, and they learned nothing from it. That's what really pissed me off. It's like, okay, Raw 25 stunk up the place worse than a shite I would have after an Istanbul of the night before, and that's a pretty fucking bad, horrific sight. If let me tell you, for something for nothing. Yeah. <sighs> They learned something though. They did it all in one venue. That's true, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah like I like oh. I took five minutes there before the podcast and wrote down a few notes of if I was booking Raw Reunion. Now this I'm literally just gonna give bullet points here of what I think or I what I had hoped would happen. 
leading up to this show thinking okay it's Raw Reunion they're not going to have a fucking portion of a show like they had for Raw 25 how are they going to integrate the legends with the current roster so a few thoughts I had they brought over former women's champion Melina all the way from Ireland and funny story behind that her begging for a lift from Mullingar to Dublin that was weird (laughs) that was fucking hilarious like how did I I don't know she obviously has a love for Ireland which is fantastic love to see it but how do you end up in Mullingar of all fucking places? Nobody uh, wants Joe to go to Mullingar. Dolan. Nobody Joe wants Dolan. to go to Mullingar. Even the people <laughs> in Mullingar want to get out of Mullingar. <laughs> right. Okay. You have Melina. So we all knew she was going to be there because she pretty much told everyone she was going to be there. And she was announced. And she can still go. So why would not why not have her in a match of sorts? And the thought I had was, okay, give a legend a title match for the night. Instant storyline doesn't need you don't need any build up or uh, effort to make this thing happen all you need is becky lynch to walk past someone backstage and say huh think you're a legend huh come to the ring and see how good you really are boom match easy title match becky still wins but it's cool to see a legend in a match against current star the, sh- the show opened and this one comes from that it's like the scene and the usos were having a nice little promo off did enjoy that like the the mugshots section then you had the Revival and Devon come down. Why not have a six-man tag? They fucking love their six-man tags. Then you get Devon and Cena in a match. They have to take a couple of bumps each. No problem. People would have loved it. My biggest gripe of Raw Reunion. Why the fuck did we not have Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin in a ring together? Yes, that's the one. It made oh. no sense. Like That whole end of segment should have ended with Austin and Owens stuttering the McMahons. All of them. Stereo stunners for the for Vince yeah. and Shane and Linda. Stephanie, and Linda. Fuck Linda too. Yeah. The whole lot of them. Um, but you see, Kevin Owens was too busy at that SmackDown house show in front of nine and a half people. <laughs> he wasn't one even of on the women was he? pregnant. Uh, no, he. Uh, I don't know if he was on it. I, I assume he was at the house show. I'm not mm. sure. I don't think he was. Could be wrong. But either way, he should have been on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not much of an audience. Way <laughs> much like Rollins's title reign. Way. Well, that was the worst part for me. This thing, the OC, lads. Uh, it's great. This TV is Gallows, show. Anderson and Styles. Your man from Gotham is Jim Gordon. <laughs> California. I did read So they're not the club anymore. They're the OC. Nobody in Stanford has Google because that name won't be the same name next week. This happened before with somebody. What oh, was it? With the submission sorority. Submission sorority was a porn thing. It was something else, though. It was a Marvel thing or something, wasn't it? Team something PCB? to do with Marvel. No, okay. no, it was it was recent within the last year. Viking experience. Someone, no, someone had to change their name because it was a Marvel property. Uh, can't remember now. You had a Apollo Cruz drop his surname because of a serial killer. Well, no, that's because Cruz can't lose. Cruz <laughs> can't lose. Except his last uh, name. So you had AJ against Seth and Gallows and Anderson get involved. So DX come out. Now, um, I think if you'll remember. <laughs> Triple H was the leader of the Bullet Club in Japan about three weeks ago. And now he's turning on them. Oh, it's not in the folder. Different shark, Ted. That's weird. Different shark. But, like, he's turning on them. And then, for whatever reason, they get the, the OC, get chairs. And then Road Dog, X-Pac, in DX gear come out with the New Age Outlaws music. But Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, wearing NWO black and white come out to the New Age Outlaws music announced as Razor Ramon and Diesel I made my head spin they said Scott Hall Razor Ramon and 
Diesel, otherwise known as a few different names ending in Kev. Yeah, but they were, you know, but, <laughs> but they still, were announced yeah, they, they should have been. as Razor and yeah, yeah, they were the click. Why no? Why no Hogan and NWO? Is it because they don't want Hogan and the color black associated? Damn it! Damn it! It ruined it. No. Ah well. I was gonna say why? Like, do they not want Hogan associated with the color black? That's why they didn't have him come out with them. That shot of Booker T is pretty something. No, it's not. It's a badly typed photo. They're friends. Henry was just looking away for the whole day. Anytime Hogan was speaking, he was just looking the opposite direction. I don't know. Booker's already come out and said he's friends with him. Ringside News told me there's massive heat there. Ringside News, fuck off. Brad Shepard, fuck (laughs) off. Seriously. Ryan Satin, get off your fucking throne of dildos, you cunt. Fuck everyone. (laughs) What did did Ryan Satin do? Something Ryan Satin did. Ah, yeah, The Rock's Rock's daughter. uh, He did The Rock's daughter? (laughs) (laughs) What? No, there was some article about The Rock's daughter, uh, Simone. Johnson. Uh, see, I know her name, Ryan. Yeah, fucking dildo enthusiast. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was an article up on Pro Wrestling Sheet about Simone anyway, and when they tweeted out about the article, they just put it down as The Rock's Daughter and whatever the rest of the headline was. Oh. I can't remember it off the top of my head. And uh, she just replied saying, uh, The Rock's Daughter has a name. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah, And our good friend Juan, meme artist. Uh, replied back to it with a pic you know the Batman gif of him slapping someone <laughs> it's just, just Ryan Satin and Simone Johnson slapping him fantastic he's, oh. he, he's far too quick on the uptake with them memes he must it must it's be like insane. was it an early edition or whatever that fucking TV show was your man got the newspaper the day before yep. and he go around saving everything this lad just yep. knows what's going to happen on Twitter so he goes around and gets memes ready for it in advance like <laughs> I think he was from Area 51. He saw them. He, he's the alien. <laughs> um, yeah, there was, there's a lot. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Kelly's flaps nearly fell out. That's true. <laughs> yeah, the camera, it's so funny how the camera just panned away as soon as they realized what they were showing on TV. <laughs> Get away from this. Um, yeah, Santino getting a bit handsy yeah, with the Cobra yeah. backstage. Yeah. I was hoping for a bit more Santino. Also, you know, how is Jillian considered a legend? Did they fly people out just to stand backstage, oh, just yeah. to fill out the, the green yeah. room? Yeah. She stood, she stood standing backstage and she's standing beside the boogeyman, ironically, on the stage at the end of the night. Yeah. They must have had a kiss and makeup anyway yeah. backstage after, you know, eating that chunk off her face. <laughs> oh, there are God. Um, Which was a Smackdown Christian. thing, not Raw. Just throwing that out there. That happened it's on Smackdown. Wildcard rule. <laughs> well, the wildcard rule. The history is also covered by the wildcard rule, is it? <laughs> Christian wasted in commentary. Yep. I would have liked Why to did we not have a peep else. show? Yep. 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 Well, no, you had... we already had two other fucking talk show segments that nearly killed That's Steve. True, yeah. That's the thing. You had uh... missed TV twice this week. You couldn't have done the peep show? Carlitos Cabana. <laughs> yeah. Linton. The First cutting peeps. edge. The instant classic. Mm-hmm. God's sake. Uh, this is a sentence I never thought I'd write down. Ron Simmons dams Mike, uh, Mike Canales, with Jimmy Hart's megaphone after Maria cuts his balls off. <laughs> Raw. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, this was the weirdest one of the night. Rob Van Dam contracted to Impact Global Force Cart. Apparently not contracted. Uh, oh, I'm not shocked. 
They had to mm. get written agreement for him to be on the TV show, and he was higher than he was at Slammiversary. <laughs> the man was stoned off his face. Yep. Uh, also, he is not even medically cleared to wrestle by WWE, which is why he didn't get in the ring. Yeah. He has a problem with his yeah. eye, so he can't wrestle. They, they'll never clear yeah. him to wrestle again. So They held him on a retainer for a very long time um, so that he wouldn't go anywhere else, but they could still pay him. A libation, puff of all. Oh, fantastic. I'm on the ball tonight, apart from that Triple H one. <laughs> yeah, why Triple H? Why, you son of a bitch, tell me why. Is, uh, is, you see backstage is, Ale- is Alicia Fox done because she was in all those she's a legend now legends sections speaking of people who are under the influence backstage hey, hey. it's funny because she has a problem <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this was during the Ray and Sammy match where you had uh, Kurt made the match I don't know what was going on at this point I was starting to drift and lose a lot of interest so my notes are about to wind down rapid here um, Sammy escapes the 619 but RVD Sergeant Slaughter Hurricane and Kurt come out the new Avengers lads what a <laughs> weird collection of people um, 5 star frog splash apparently he hit Rey Mysterio bullshit it's point five at best yeah <laughs> uh, then you had the Three Profits backstage uh, Dawkins is using eye drops and coughing and he says he was smoking with RVD and drinking with Mark Henry Good times. Yep. I like, that I enjoyed. I like that segment. That was good. Street like. Profits are entertaining AF. I'm worried yeah. they'll run into the ground, though, is the problem. They will. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. <laughs> Do we know what the smoke is? Quite literally. <laughs> or uh, Rob Van Dam. He was in the locker room. Uh, he was off his face again. Did you see his promo he did on .com? Oh, yeah. Or on YouTube. Yeah, he's gone. He, he doesn't even know where he is. It's ridiculous. And then Ric Flair gets out of a limo. Already busted open. Mm-hmm. I tweeted that out. How did that happen? Ooh, the dogs. <gasps> Is it Gizmo? Yeah, Gizmo's alive. J Dog brought Gizmo back. <laughs> and now we can kill Jordan again. Fantastic. You my boy, Blue. You my boy. Um, but yeah, uh, whatever happened to Ric Flair, God knows. But he was cut. He had a big cut on his forehead. Maybe they filmed something earlier and then they didn't use it or something. He was out Not sure. Right before. Yeah, Austin told you. Ah, uh, probably. Apparently uh, his 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 liver yes. is absolutely fine, no problem at all. He can go back to his old drinking ways, and he the has. Nature, <laughs> yeah, the nature has been given a clean bill of health by the doctor, and that it wasn't the alcohol; it was something to do with his heart. So he's back on the sauce. Himself and Austin got lit, is what Mark Henry had said. He said he got to see the old school Nate. <laughs> he said he he did everything but take his clothes off in the bar. Woo! Nature boy is back, boys. He's back. I mean, at this stage, he's a walking dead anyway, so what difference does it make? <laughs> that man will God, never die. Ric Flair. He will never retire what? and he will never die. What's dead may never die. It's the perfect yeah. balance. Even a light breeze might. <laughs> so what you're saying is he's indestructible. <laughs> yes. He lives perpetually in a limo and he bleeds. And anytime he's needed, he just pops out of the limo in his grey suit, slaps his shoulders, and he's in front of three million people. That's how he does things. That is Nietzsche. Also, can, I and ask, then you do, can I ask a question, though? Why did Ric Flair not talk? Um, Probably because he was steamed. And yeah, <laughs> I'd say it was a combination of him being steamed to not having much time left, and you don't want to risk Ric Flair or live Mike. Yeah, yeah you do. hung over Ric Flair. Oh man! And you know, one of those beard, the the little coolers that Austin had was bound to have been raided before they put it out there. <laughs> Flair had at least four of them. Um, but yeah, the bear bashed at the end of the night. Hogan got a promo. Rick didn't. Um, 
Santino, there's another shot of it, a fan shot, where Santino hears the music and he gets out of the way. Rob Van Dam didn't know where he was. And Austin, <laughs> he didn't clear the space for Austin and Austin gave him a serious side eye when he was coming out there. Um, but the pop, just ridiculous, all these years later. And he still, he still controls the crowd just as yep. well as he ever did. What? Oh, so good. What? It's so, so good. If you had him once a year, the what? Austin night. That's all you need. Please stop. Okay. That, please. Okay. Please. One more match. Go. No, no, it's happening. No, I don't think. I mean, did you see what he did uh, afterwards? He did. He ran the ropes. What? And stomped the. Uh, he stomped the. Get out. You're banned. Um, you can mute his mic. You do. <laughs> I don't think I can in this setup. Can I? I don't think I can. Please. I think don't. that's the old setup. Is it? Okay. I want the old setup. <laughs> oh God no! Oh, Hangouts is gone now. By the way. Oh yeah. And as of the 1st of October, or 1st of August, it's dead. Oh. <laughs> Balls. Yeah, it's live, it's gone, yeah. So we're stuck with this. <laughs> so my week off next week is now I'll be in the house. I'll be in the vicinity of the computer. But the rest is up to you. We'll no. figure this out later. Unless um, Don Marinella's good, his word is good. And then I'll be on. We'll see what happens. Hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Yeah, the twenty four seven stuff was good, as it always is. Uh, was it though? Yes, it was. Yep. Yes, it was. Candace Fitz wasn't best and pleased with some. <gasps> Alondra Blaze. No, here. Ted DiBiase. No. You she fucking the one I didn't know who she was. All of you that was aids to me. You leave oh, Ted DiBiase alone. No. We'll tell the tale for people who hadn't seen it. So Renee Michelle distracts Truth in an interview with Chuck, and Drake rolls him up. Godfather shows up and then for some reason he she dances he dances with Chuck. Yes, she is in the whole train. train. Yep. Good times. Good fair play to the Godfather. Uh Drake goes into hiding a crate and he finds worms. The boogeyman scares him and he takes a bump. Pat Patterson then kicks him and pins him to become the oldest title holder ever at seventy eight. He come back from break and Patterson is laid out. Turns out Gerald Briscoe pinned him in the break. He's delighted and he's just this really old man celebrating down the hall. Then Kelly Kelly sees him, kicks him in the balls, and becomes the first female 24-7 champion. This is far from over, people who haven't seen it, like Rory. Um, and then I had somebody pins Kelly Kelly because Melina's a ref. Melina, I Candice Michelle. Yeah. I didn't know who I had no idea who that was. Also a former player. Uh, <coughs> oh, interesting. I'll have a look at that. <laughs> um, um, and then Alundra Blaze, Medusa pins whoever that was no, taps, her out. taps her out with a horrible horrible submission oh. and she sees asks them all to step because she quote won't be champion very long and I was on Twitter at the time I was like she's dumping the she thing she also the said oh, yeah, that she was the new 24 champion the new 24 champion like Renee Michelle do. Do you see she forgot do. some letters from words earlier yeah. in the night <laughs> it's very strange um, and I just said the thing is is it because she's going to throw it in the trash on Eric Bischoff Smackdown I was really hoping they'd do that. It would have been amazing. Um, but yeah, she does the whole thing. She's going to throw the title in the trash can. But Ted DiBiase comes out to buy the title. I Jack Tunney would be seething, lads. WWF President Jack Tunney. popped to fuck when that music yep. hit. Really? I loved it. I, I loved did. It. I, I loved, I always loved Ted DiBiase. Yeah. <laughs> to, me that, to me, that made up for a lot of the shit that went on uh, on the show in general, was hearing that music. I did love yeah, that he was flipping it. through to the money and it was like, you could clearly see all the blank white notes. It was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> was it Monopoly money? Someone said it was Monopoly. I, I, I think, think it the, could have been. The top couple on each side were 
oh, and okay. then the rest was just white sheets of paper. But he had the greatest gimmick in the world because when Kayfabe was alive, he was getting to fly first class and getting limos everywhere and he was eating at the nicest restaurants and drinking the finest drinks because yeah. he had to keep Kayfabe alive. And he had a slave. My God. How you do? Uh, mm, debatable. <laughs> the one, the one disappointment. Why did he not end up coming backstage and talk to IRS about was that was buying the title going to be tax deductible? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, was there. Wait, um, I was waiting for it. I was praying for it. I was really hoping to do the Andre thing where Ted DiBiase bought the title. They have somebody like Jack Tunney's son or something come out and say, there's going to be a tournament tonight for the 24-7 <laughs> title and do the whole story. Somehow the mega powers explode before the end of the night. Ah, oh, it would have been great. Mega powers. Bring oh, well. back Macho Mando and fucking Axel Mania for it. <laughs> there you go. Charlie Haas um, comes out as Stone Cold Steve Hostin or the ringmaster perfect. Steve Hostin, whatever he wants to be. Uh, but Ted DiBiase goes to his limo he's about to leave with the title the door closes and we hear like cartoonish beating up sounds and we assume Drake has murdered Ted DiBiase in cold blood to win the title uh, Renee gets into the limo as Drake goes to goes to the door but Truth rolls Drake up um, and then Drake as he's falling just says oh no really defeatedly <laughs> when he's mid about to take the bump for the schoolboy and Truth rins. Truth dives headfirst into the limo and screams at the driver to leave. The Truth leaves with the title and kidnaps Drake Maverick's, Drake Maverick's wife. Uh, have you, did you see the, the tweet <sighs> Maverick sent out yeah, yesterday? No. It's a missing poster for the title. Now this, and the bottom corner is also missing in a picture of his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's grabbed that brass ring, lads. Yeah, yeah. He has grabbed the brass I ring. I don't mind grabbing her brass ring. What? <laughs> way. Can anyone else see a mixed match challenge for the SummerSlam pre-show? Truth and Mella versus Drake and oh, yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Oh boy. Sign me up. I'm all for that. Would you watch a preview? If that's happening, I'm on board. I am on board. If there's a Drake Maverick mixed tag match happening on the pre show, <laughs> I mean, I'll watch a pre pre show. I'm loving this stuff. But I need Jack Tunney to, to give me a ruling on the Ted DiBiase situation. I need a ruling. Ah, see, I, I love the 24 7 up to Candace winning it. And at the very end, when Drake won it back and then Truth stole it off him. Is it because you hate this person I've never heard of? <laughs> I didn't I didn't like her. I didn't like the whole segment. I didn't like the fact that they flew Melina in just to be a fake ref to do that pin and I didn't like that. I didn't finally like the, got my license. <laughs> didn't like the Alundra Blaze segment because nobody knows who she is, even though she was inducted to the Hall of <gasps> yes, Fame. They do. Yes they do. People, pe- people did not know who she was. Where she got a terrible reaction. Sir. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. You know, it's, it's she's not a, a recognizable figure. And then Sorry. Teddy Biasi, as much as I love him, I love the music, love him. I just thought that segment was weak AF. Oh, if it had IRS, it would have been a million times better for me. But still. You ugly hate failed man. Perfect again. <laughs> the sound effect that just keeps on giving. Yeah. Um, but I need to do the same as well. Baby. Nick has slightly told me that he's gone to break the seal. But he's I just sell this blow up a spot and said, Nicky's gone for a piss and I'm going to do the same when he comes back. I can pair you two from a row. Ooh, I might dig that one out. It's a bit long though, isn't it? <laughs> Why couldn't we have had Booker T on commentary all night? Why could we not have had Booker T on commentary all night? Hook it up to I my can't veins. can't answer that question. can't answer that question. Chucky Ducky. I'd say he got pulled off commentary fairly quick for, you know, dropping Tully Blanchard's name. 
the new, yeah. the latest AEW legend signing. <laughs> yeah, they had Darren and Tully mentioned on the thing during this match. Yeah. I was like, oh man. Oh, oh boy. Ah, uh, book. Oh, boy. Another one that I was very confused about is why was Sami Zayn in the Heat Slater segment? I think they're done with Sammy here. They'll give a, he'll give them a promo and he'll give them a good match. They don't really care about him. But Heath Slater is the guy who takes all the weird bumps from the legends. That's that's his thing. And the revival. Not Sami Zayn. Not Seth Rollins. And also Rikishi. Oh yeah, that was a bit random. Apparently he was not medically cleared to give a stink face. Make from that what you will. <laughs> Dodgy Curry. <laughs> like that. That's exactly. This is not this like this was. Uh, well, I want to say confirmed, but it was it was discussed by Cultaholic. He was not medically cleared to give a stink face. As many Sunday mornings, I wouldn't have been medically cleared to do the same. To be <laughs> like, to be Jesus. to be fair, let's be grateful for that because he would have been given it to one of the revival, so mm. they would have had to put up with more poopy jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Small blessings and all that sort of stuff. Jesus. You can't hear any background noise from me, can you? It's no. loud in here. Anyway. No. Anyway. Anyway. Cool. Uh, Joe versus Joe for the Isle of Samoa. So it was Samoa Joe versus Joe from Samoa. Sam- yeah. Samoan Joe versus Samoa Joe, I suppose. Ah, yes. I get you now. Um, the Samoan lad named Joe. He faced off against the Samoan lad named Joe. And the deeds to the Isle of Samoa are on the line and Joe loses again. Which Joe? Uh, the Samoan Joe. Okay. Not Joe from the Samoa. The fellow with the wet hair. Not, the Joey, wet hair not Joey Samoa or Samoa Joey? No, the fellow with the wet hair. Okay. Getcha. And um, Joey Headrocker. Oh, yeah. There we go. The current up, up, down, down world champion, by the way. Oh, he took alert. down Juicy Yusey. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, and uh, the way he won it is fantastic. Well worth You know when they have to uh, say their piece when they win? Joe's one is up there with the best. It's almost as good as Kofi the time he won it and he lost the fucking head because he'd spent so long trying to beat Mikazi and he finally beat him. Very good, very good. Well, uh, Miz TV with Rollins. Don't know why Miz was even out there. It was very strange. Ad break, video package, back to Miz, video package. I literally said to Nick when I was watching this, death by video package. Yeah, so but much. you know what the funny thing is? It was out of order, Fitz. The The first show would happen to on Raw last week, and then afterwards showed what happened at Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. Completely out of sync. Also, this whole segment was AIDS. It was terrible AIDS. Some of the worst. I'm, I'm praying for a Seth Rollins heel turn at SummerSlam. I don't know how or why or what they could do with it, but that man needs to be fucking heel again. Yeah. It's it's miserable, and you had Heyman, Heyman and Seth. They've been doing the back and forth. For what feels like a lifetime now. I did like the fact that Heyman called Seth out on the whole uh, giving off that Brock cheated him somehow by cashing in the money in the bank and threw it back at Rollins saying, you did exactly the same to him four years ago. But mm. then Rollins just said, well, what, well, it didn't take me four years for payback. Well, obviously, you dumb fuck. Fucking Lesnar wasn't in the money in the bank ladder match for four years because he was the champion for two. What yep. the fly? Who is writing this shit for him? Uh, well, I know who's not. The two fuckers who were released this week. <laughs> but why are they... Even... I think they were released for good behaviour, though, for in fairness, Gordo. They're yeah. free now. Run, boy, you're free now. But who wrote um, that 
Seth Rollins should say that Brock Lesnar is a Seth Rollins wannabe. Gordo, Gordo, what do you think? Like, how yeah. is that a thing? You know, former UFC heavyweight champion Seth Rollins, um, former football player who nearly made it onto the Minnesota Vikings actual fucking regular season uh, squad Seth Rollins, former, uh, NCAA, former NCAA Division One champion Seth Rollins. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all those things that Rollins done before Brock Lesnar did. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, this was one remember of remember when the... Rollins F F five Zach Allen into a ring post. Ah, remember that time Jeff Hardy obliterated Seth Rollins' skull with a fucking chair. And maybe that's why. He, maybe that, if that had happened, that'd be why Seth thinks Brock is a fucking Seth Rollins wannabe. Oh, uh, this was this was fucking horrendous. Uh, apparently fuck all of it I don't know how this part of it was all going to work out but after the match the Seth Rollins you know two sweeting moment with DX slash new DX slash NWO slash click apparently that was all meant to be Ricochet but Ricochet was out injured with uh, an infection in his elbow I believe I don't know how or what that really feels like it'd be a more a Balor thing than a Ricochet thing anyway. Yeah, but they don't want to give Balor a rub right now because he's fucking yeah. off for two months. Uh, so that makes sense. I understand that fair play to him for not, you know, giving us something and then not delivering because they'd like doing that. But yeah, Ricochet throwing up the two sweet at the end as opposed to Rollins would have been a bit more interesting. Don't know how they would have got to that point, though. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. But it could have been anyone. It could have been even keep the fucking push for Cedric going. Have it be a mark of respect for Cedric that all these boys are fucking throwing it up to him after a fucking match. I did, to be fair, I did like the fact that the OC, the the wrestling stable, not the TV show. I don't want to wait for my life to... That's Dawson's speak. Come here, can we, can we get Scott Dawson to start a, 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 this faction? called Dawson's Creek <laughs> to, to rival the OC. We're tweet and tweet we that do... shit out. <laughs> let's do it. I mean, if we're breaking fucking intellectual properties here, let's do it. We wouldn't do that. I guarantee you, they won't be called the OC next week. Well, what, I don't guarantee what, what it, was it. God knows. What does, was it? It was the original... The original club. No, no, no. The original... It was three. It was three things. They had three O's, yeah. It should show, so it's the OC, really. Oh. OC. Oh. <gasps> They're the Usos. They're from Samoa. They're getting a big push. Believe me, going to be huge. But <laughs> um, well, I did like the fact. Only and oh, what was the third one? Original only and um, all lovely. Yeah, yeah. All lovely. Go with that. The all lovely. <laughs> God knows. <laughs> but at least did they weren't squashed want... by DX. That's the the only thing they got out alive. Yep. Touch, touch, please, touch. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. What do you want to talk about? Did you do the Shawn Michaels Miz TV thing yet? No, we didn't touch SmackDown yet. No touch, touch please. Um, New Day are at... Oh, this is weird. New Day did the first hour of SmackDown on commentary. Yep. And then they weren't there for the second one. As soon as Kofi came out, they were gone. But anyway. Makes no sense. Um, yeah, but the New Day were singing along to Shawn Michaels' theme music as he came out. Yeah. I thought, oh, lads, this is great stuff. I yeah. love it. 
so the boys are chatting away, sitting on the fence about the topic of the legends taking away, you know, spots from you guys, blah, blah, blah. Ziggler shows up and says he used to idolize him. It's embarrassing as Goldberg in a wrestling ring, he says. What a line. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Um, says HBK going back into the ring broke his heart. Mm-hmm. And going back in the ring was embarrassing when, in fact, Shawn Michaels, having not stepped foot in the ring in eight years, carried the match. Oh, yeah. He was by far the best part about that match. Oh, yeah. And we said it on the Sweet Saudi Murder 3 episode as well that he, Kane and Undertaker, seven foot, were supposed to catch Shawn Michaels. They both moved out of the way as Shawn Michaels moonsaulted into the ground. <laughs> so tell me again who embarrassed who. I know, but I, I appreciate the point he was making, though, even though it was factually incorrect. Hugely. But yeah, I know what I'm saying. I know what he's saying. Uh, HPK is, is saying what's embar- <coughs> excuse me says what's embarrassing is going your whole career and being known as a second rate HPK wannabe. Oh snap! Oh. Burn. Uh, Miz is sick of complaining. Wants to have to do something about it. Miz was good there. He kind of intensity into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ziggler goes to hit HPK, but he ducks and hits the Miz. Super kick on HPK and Miz attacks Golf Dolph. And I tweeted the thing up in capitals after this. Give me HPK versus Dolph tonight, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, but like, this segment was the best thing in WWE TV this week. But they made me want a Michaels and fucking Dolph match. Yep. Not a Miz and Dolph. I have match. a funny feeling we might get it at SummerSlam. Give it to me. Uh, I, I reckon Give me what I want. We're getting about. Give me what I want. We're getting the millionth <laughs> Miz versus Ziggler match. I reckon. I don't agree. Yeah. There's yeah. just no need. What is the point? Do you get Miz a win because Dolph is back to put people over? Maybe give, the Miz, in fairness, does need a win. Yeah. Or a match of any kind. Like he came, <laughs> you know? he came out looking bad out of the Shane feud, like because obviously Shane yeah, everyone does over right now. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, the mouthful of sweet imported Dutch lager. <laughs> um, speaking of Shane, then Nick, <laughs> did you enjoy the CM Punk and you can't wrestle chance as Shane McMahon is in the ring? Four <laughs> minutes into SmackDown, and you have a yeah. CM Punk chant. Yeah, it's just Shane. It's just no one wants to see him in the story anymore. Just nope. Yeah, it's getting old. But, but I mean, we couldn't go two minutes on SmackDown without. Embarrassing oh, yourself. oh no! I did embarrass myself. I've moved some things around so they're not playing in Soundpad now. <gasps> it was the R Truth video package clip. It's fine. It's, uh, uh, video uh, package. Don't do that. Even one from a don't year do ago. That. From a year ago. With fucking what's his face when KO quit Raw and was back the very next week. Yeah, yeah. After he got stomped in the fucking face from Raw. You should call him Kenny Owens. Kenny Owens. <laughs> that was entertaining. Yeah. He called himself the best of the world. I heard that. Kevin Owens. Kenny yeah. Owens, yeah. yeah. I think there was a few libations had the night before in whatever city Raw was in, I think. Um, but yeah, KO said it was the lowest part of his career. It's not who he is today. He wants to fight now. But Shane says if he does, there's no match at SummerSlam. Shane makes KO versus Roman with Drew as ref and lies the time cater. Drew kicks up the holes, pushes the lads. KO and Roman beat the hell out of Elias. The corner Shane the crowd is loving it. Numbers again, blah, 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 blah. Well done. <laughs> Damn, I'm good. Um, yeah, the numbers game. No, the crowd were loving this by the end. The crowd were going fucking crazy. I said it last night, lads. You send the crowd home happy. It's a Vince adage yep. from back in the Austin days. You mm. send the crowd home happy. 
you get the big reactions because the good guy is getting one up and in this case obviously it's Owens I know Roman is in the segment as well and he'll get a certain amount of it but mm-hmm. people are fucking hot for Owens at the moment the way they were for Austin back in the day people pop you get the good reaction you get the good visual of a crowd going fucking nuts in your main event and people are going to try to tune in next week because now people are going to be curious what is Shane going to do to try and get one back. It's the fucking yeah, boomerang principle it. in action. It is fucking simple. They booked it so well. They had Drew keep breaking up every hole that Roman and KO... Roman and KO wanted a competitive match and, you know, they'd fight it anyway. Drew kept breaking up every hole until Roman and KO was like, eventually someone copped on. Why are we having this match when we could just beat them up? We both hate them. <laughs> they turn on Drew... They beat up Elias. Eventually, they get the better hand, and Shane is trapped in the ring. Roman slides out one side, Kevin out the other side, and the crowd is going nuts that they finally got him. It was fantastic. Did it so, so well. What is the payoff, though? I know, obviously, we've got the match at SummerSlam between KO and Shane. KO Surely, and Tuggan. Has to be. it has gonna to be. be Tuggan. There's going to be some bugging. And it's going to be a 16 six man tag team match, player player next See, week. I think three on two or whatever. I think they're actually going to make it a six man tag at SummerSlam. No, you can't. You Shane, have to have that singles match to KO. Shane, Drew, and Elias versus Roman, KO, and possibly Miz. <sighs> it, it ties things up. It tidies things up very well. As long as face team win. I can see it. And it is a six man tag. And it, they love. and it gets a lot but of people. It's more of a TV thing. It gets but, a yeah, lot of people onto the show. It has to be on TV so you can do two out of three falls. So. That is true. <laughs> no, um, it would it would make three matches into one at SummerSlam and make it maybe a six hour show at this point. Because <laughs> that would help help the process. Um, I debate your um, best moment of the week. I think Kofi and Orton was fantastic was as well. Good. I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, it was, was very, very, very good. Um, so Kofi you know he comes out and he's showing footage of him beating Orton in 2009 in Madison Square Garden and it brings up the real life story of Orton keeping him down I don't, I can't do the really fast talking thing anymore mm-hmm. uh, but Orton says that uh, yeah he's Orton agrees and he says I did try to keep you down and said you weren't ready now you weren't ready then you're not ready now and he says <laughs> he didn't have a fake Jamaican accent uh, throw pancakes or shake his ass he just has to be Randy Orton and uh, yes, it's Orton because because of him, Kofi got the shot because he injured Ali before the chamber. This was after Ali's promo about how he doesn't want he wants to go for the title, mm-hmm. which is quite cool mm-hmm. as well. Nice long match with Kofi setting up for trouble in paradise, but Orton runs in, DQ goes for the RKO, but Kofi escapes. He had it scouted, an RKO on Joe, poor old Joe, and uh, trouble in paradise and Orton with Kofi standing tall. Joe got an awful whooping this week. This yeah. week. This life, this this, this life, yeah, <laughs> yeah, poor Joe, poor old Joey Headrocker. God damn it! I mean, he hasn't been injured in so long. Is yeah. that is that still the thing that they they don't have faith in him because he keeps getting ankle injuries or whatever? Maybe those this... are the old Harry Kane's about him. <laughs> Maybe they're just you know he's Mister TNA to them, insofar as he's not as good as AJ Styles, so they can keep him down and say, ha, Mister TNA, huh? you're never going to win that over here. But they have that with sex maniac Robert Root. When, when half of the backroom true. staff are all TNA like yeah. alumni slash like icons, it's not really something you can yeah. go to anymore. I can't wait for the investors call. So what have you done to improve things? Well, we hired all of TNA. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. Basically, we have the same product we had last year. Um, however, <laughs> we've added less fin for some fan resistance. And, <laughs> 
Uh, I was wondering where you were going with that. Yes, yes. Yeah, I like it. Uh, But you're saying that this was your favorite part this week. Do you know what I think my favorite part was? The lack of women. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go on. I joke. I I seriously. I I seriously joke. I I, I 100% joke. You sexist pig. I just noticed that this was monster. So I want to make sure that we we give this the coverage that it needs as opposed to WWE who devoted around about five minutes to their women's storylines this week. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Gordon. Gordon, There was three separate women's uh, uh, title victories this week. There was. Yeah. There was. Yeah. yeah, I, I figured I had to try and grab people's attention with that one. I was proud of that. Yeah, so what was it? We had the Moment of Bliss segment, the Becky Moment of Bliss. Boo! Get her off the telly. Thankfully, it did not last long until Natty came out. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, not much better. Two paws. Cat, going to kick your ass. There's some horseshoe lodged up your ass where Rollins' dick should be. I don't know. Um... <laughs> They mentioned something to do with Japan. There were buddies, and yeah, uh, Becky went on about how Natty turned on her and trained Ronda for their Mania match, and nobody gave a fucking shite. Um, yeah, that happened. Raw, yay! Uh, then SmackDown, we had um, Becky or Charlotte facing Ember Moon in a match that lasted around about as long as I would with either of them. Uh, <laughs> You've been very generous to yourself there. Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the match literally just started out of nowhere. Bailey's yeah. music hits, causing distraction. Ember gets a roll up on Charlotte. Great, but uh, to be fair, it's good they didn't give away what these two could do. But at the same time, what was the need for this match to happen? Mm-hmm. And then what happened um, after the match, Gordo? Yeah, yeah what happened the after the match? The yeah. After it, uh, Bailey and Ember are standing on the outside with a little bit of a celebration. Ember decides to throw Bailey into the ring. She Bailey eats a big boot from Charlotte, and then Ember nails Charlotte with an eclipse, uh, which mm. still to this day say the best finisher in WWE. And then nails Bailey with an eclipse. Yeah, so nice seeing Ember having a bit more of a kind of an edge, especially after that fucking horrible storyline that we're doing with fucking the lesbo couple or whatever they are at this stage. <laughs> Um, you're talking about those people eh yeah we're going to talk about those people the Scissor Sisters um, what about their amazing promo they're going to have a match next week and Mandy's after managing to get a match wait Gordon is that that match next week for the the women's tag team championships yeah and if they win that match then they're going to be next in line to potentially get an opportunity for a tag team title opportunity (gasps) wait 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 what's the match next week for because if you beat the champ, you get your next in line for an opportunity at their title. They said it on commentary in another match this week. Oh my god! So if they win this, so match, they have a tag team title match next week, and if they win that tag team title match, they'll get a tag team title match. This is more convoluted than the fucking oh. AEW. You win a match, you win a match, you skip a match, and one tag team tournament. I'd like to think it was a, a shot, but they were just terrible. Yeah. They they probably that needed to be taped. So basically, all jokes aside. She just messed up her line, and it's just a. It's a number. It's it's you beat the, the, it's the, the, beat the champ to become yeah, the champ. The champ, you get a yeah, title yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah, you get the title shot. Yeah, <laughs> so, so you beat the champ, you get the title shot. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Charlotte also had a promo backstage where mm-hmm. she demands a match at SummerSlam, proves she's the greatest of yes. all time. It's in Toronto. Line there, My good lord, people are fucking stupid online. Like, oh my god, Sasha's coming back. Oh my god, she's no, going to fight Kelly Kelly. Oh my god, she's going to get added. It's like, she's fighting Trish. Has to be Trish. Hey, it's time to rock and roll. It's time. So I want to prove I'm the greatest of all time. It's going to be fucking Trish. Come on, just Trish in Toronto. That's what's happening. And hook that to my veins. Yeah, that should be a good match. But at the same time, part of me is saying, why not take this and split it between even the other two women's matches and give it them an extra five, ten minutes each, where you can actually highlight them and elevate them. But I get they're trying to bring in casuals and trying to drag in people by having Trish have a match. I'm guessing the ticket sales are not good. Yeah, I'll ask. Our friend's living in Toronto. I must ask what's going on. Yeah. See what the crack um, is for it. But yeah, a lot of people weren't happy at the amount of time that the women were getting on the old television tubes this week. Including no. Bailey. Yeah. She said, don't blink. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, for a while, the hashtag give WWE women a chance was trending in the US. Really? I haven't managed to find this myself, but I saw one or two yeah. people mention it on Twitter last night. Um, I did see that hashtag somewhere actually I see yeah. a couple of people tweeting about it to be honest but yeah it was and yeah. it was a disgrace uh, I, it's one week no Cardo. dude just, they had that fucking horrible four segment match last week yeah they've only a couple of months ago they've main evented the biggest show of the year they're going to have mm-hmm. potentially four matches on SummerSlam in a couple of weeks which is going to be disproportionate to the amount of women who are actually on the roster compared to men if you look at the percentages on it to say that the women are being fucking buried and not highlighted is absolute fucking horseshit. Lord I could see that Irish temper of yours bubbling up in you from here honey Hey, that's my line. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, I think no, people you, are getting no. far too far with this, like, man. They're, get, they're going a little diva y with it again, but like it's just a little bit. Like it, I think that they're they're fine. I don't it's know. Bit, but it's nowhere near. Wasn't people whoa. fucking? Whoa, whoa. whoa, Gordo's got a bit. Gordo's system shut down. There. <laughs> <laughs> Am I back? Am I alive? I yeah, you're good. You're good. I don't understand. It's like your batteries ran out. They couldn't have had a match on Raw though. Yeah, that read that, that pissed me they off. Three. They won three titles. <laughs> no, Gordo. no, no. At no. first, we had all the leg- you could have had a, like a Legends versus. Oh no, that's wrong. Just to, the, yeah, they, they probably should have had a match. On I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying they couldn't have done more. Um, I, I, if I did I'm very much mistaken but I never said they couldn't have done more but I'm also saying to say that it's a case of where it's as bad as it was and some of the shit I saw online last night people need to get their heads out of fucking arse Gordo, Gordo what happened around this time last year didn't they announce a women's only pay-per-view they had a, an incredibly historic announcement a year ago yesterday which made this all the more fucking sweeter um, that yeah they announced Evolution the historic all women's pay per view. So within a year, they've gone back to having no women's matches on a weekly TV show. Yeah. I said, I'm not saying they couldn't have done more, but literally, if you read half the shit that was online last night, it was hilarious. Well, that's your first problem there. You don't read shit online. If you do, you believe you've got cancer no matter what way you look at it. Well, I probably do. It's <laughs> a lot of weird shit I've done there for years. I've definitely got something. Yeah. I know. I to be honest with you, Gordo, I, I I think I'm going to disagree with you on this. And I, since Mania, since the 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 height of the bubble, 
when the main event at WrestleMania, the women's division on both brands has taken a massive nosedive. But it's because they're still Ronda. It's because they're still relying on the likes of fucking Bliss, who doesn't bump in matches anymore. Yeah. And like, Charlotte was going through the shit where obviously she was there with Andrade when he was dealing with personal stuff. Mm-hmm. She was dealing with a couple of niggling stuff herself. They didn't know what to do. It's it, it's a case it, of they were worried on that, they're relying too much on certain people. But I get that. I would go so far as to say that it it's the the biggest problem WV have had in the last fifteen years is that they don't know how to develop stars and yeah. they don't know how to utilize their existing stars. Like specifically Bliss, baby faces. Yeah, like even like Alexa Bliss. Completely agree. That moment of Bliss this week was the most AIDS ridden show she's ever done. That doesn't take away from the fact that she's fantastic on the mic and can deliver a good promo. How have they not been able to develop a show or develop her show to a point of where it can be an entertaining segment as part of an overall show? Yeah, no, no, no argument. Yeah, like this has already always yeah. been, even, even Bailey, This Is Your Life, Bliss was great in it. Like the, yeah. she's always been good in segments. I think, I think, as uh, Steve mentioned it there quickly, but yeah, since Ronda left, they're not giving a shit because she was the one they needed to make sure the women's division was strong for. And since she's yeah. not there, they're like, yeah, we'll deal with it when she comes back. Eh, Becky can deal with it. That's what they're doing. And they, they've, they've really hurt Becky and Rollins with that stupid storyline. Thankfully, it's that's over. It's a work. They're broken up again. You're a work. It's a work. Your face is a work. Your mother's face is a work. So is your face. Uh, like, damn it. Well, look at it. They're booking of its shit, but then the extremes that people are going to with some of the comments they make about it is as ridiculous as the booking that they faced. That's the way I look at it. We're nowhere near as bad as it was, but we're nowhere near as good as it was either. It has regressed. There's no doubt. Oh, there's no, there's no doubt. There's regression. I'll, I'll never argue that. But I, I just, I don't think it's regressed as bad as some people are making it out to be. Mm-hmm. You know what? As bad as not enough people made it out to be. Really, really fucking elbowy segue. Yep. Terrible. Uh, Finn Balor's. Oh, I loved it though. <laughs> I think that was half the point. <laughs> Finn Balor's promo. Dear Lord, he, I've, oh, I, I said to the lads I was watching this, I cannot remember ever watching a promo or, or seeing Finn Balor on a mic and thought that that was good. The pre-tape he did before the Demon King debut was excellent. For SummerSlam, but that was it. The injury. For SummerSlam went, yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was it. That, that, I'll, I'll give you that. That was good. But why oh, let, let him does, speak and see what he can do. Why His New Japan stuff was amazing. Why does he speak... So slowly, he's got that Irish accent. You see, it's, it's really the accent. strong. And Ke- Kevin Dunn Becky. doesn't like Irish accents. Yeah, so you know, Becky. See, Becky decided to sound like Conor McGregor, and they let her away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Words so. from my mouth. Yep. Yeah, it was terrible. It was god awful. But then that sweet, sweet music started to play, and we got another episode of Firefly Funhouse. Gordon. Oh. Oh, all the veins. Hook them all up. All the veins. Oh, man. Oh, yowie, yowie. Fucking wowie indeed. Um, uh, Balor challenges Bray to a match at SummerSlam. And of course, Mercy, uh, Rebel and Rabbit and Bray are huge fans of Balor, but The Fiend is not. No, he's not. He's, no, he's not. He's not a fan. Not a, not Do you a know fan. what's funny? Balor and his Bray accent saying The Fiend. The Fiend. Who's The Fiend the down the town? The fiend. <laughs> 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 Dirty fucking Fiend uh, and bastard. 
says the fiend is no man he's an abomination and the let me in thing rules that was fun yeah mm-hmm. gotta have a firefly funhouse i'd forgotten about firefly funhouse Back. bray is the best thing bray and owns for me are the two best characters they have going right yeah, now yeah. Mm-hmm. like yeah. we never mentioned bray's attack with the mandible claw oh. fully on monday mm-hmm. that was the best part of raw yeah wouldn't be hard and fun it just yeah, it feels real. There's a little bit of extra edge behind it. It's just good shit. It's different. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can't wait to see him to lose to Bobby Lashley in two months' time. Fuck you. <laughs> now, do we so, get Demon versus Fiend or do we no. just get no. Man no. Fiend. I think Deem I think the re- the rematch when he comes back after his two month honeymoon. I wouldn't even do that. I would have him go into the O C. Because then you were you were saying earlier, like his promos in New Japan were really good. He was a heel yeah. for most of those. Yeah, like that's why he yeah. that's where he's gonna he's as a baby face. He's just doing the generic baby face promo. Yeah, could could he bring Stomp and clap? Could he bring back his light up jacket? Because <laughs> no one else. We need the real rock and roll anymore. <laughs> the real rock and roll. Yeah. I guarantee you if he did you'd have so many people going oh my god WWE stealing Chris Jericho's <laughs> light up jacket the thing is, they started both started independently at the same time yeah yeah it's very strange <laughs> very strange um, but yeah there was a lot other little bits and pieces but we, we do have another little shout out greetings chums this is 6 9 just wanted to say congrats on making it to 100 episodes. Capital stuff old boys. Keep the alleged wrestling podcast going. I find it to be most neat. Tally ho. 6 9 out. Oh, Cheers 6 9. 6 9 is not out. He Instead will not be out for a very long yeah. time. Stay of prison. Just gives a shout out to his homies in lockdown. Uh, <laughs> 6 9 ain't gonna get out for 6 9 years. <laughs> And that's not 629. Uh, so we the rest in life, Tommy Podcasts and 69. Uh, good times. No, 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 take two, no, 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 um, what? Oh, Braun, Braun beating jobbers again. Yeah, I was, like, I was gonna say during the women's, I was like, we could, they could have cut that and put in a women's match. That's what you easily yeah. could have cut from Raw. Like you could have cut a lot from Raw, but that's an easy thing yeah. you could have cut from Raw. Comfortably an hour. Yeah. Um, but apparently, Heyman is very big on Strowman, and they're building a backup. Yeah. Why could you not have Strowman have like a face off with someone like Mark Henry or something in terms, of, you know, two big strong men doing big strong men things? Uh, it would have been a lot more interesting to me just seeing him fucking beat a jobber again. Yeah, well, the one glaring omission from Raw, and this is going to be Paddy's thought of the week, um, is you were looking for something for Braun, and in general for Raw, why no Kai and Tai? <laughs> yeah. The, ch- oh, the choppy, choppy, pee pee man is dead, though. That doesn't matter. The choppy, choppy, choppy man is dead. Uh, Taka's injured yeah. and with New Japan. Throw um, money at him. Just get him there. out there. So you could just do yeah. Tanaki. Mm-hmm. Get, just get him. Just fucking throw money at New Japan Indeed. and ask him to get Taka for literally the one night. If Impact were going to leave RVD show. Uh, he'd probably have to fucking Funaki. pair with Sean Deng and fucking make He's number one announcer. Oh, yes. He is. Uh, Two, I'm going to start oh, a new well. segment for this podcast. You know. Uh, thing, we need more of them we genuinely do to break it up things WWE advertise but don't deliver oh go on oh wow so there was two that I noticed this week one 
a noticeable lack of Psycho Sid on Monday Night Raw, despite yep. being advertised. And two, why wasn't HBK on commentary? They they addressed that at the start of the night. They did say as soon as I came on that he wasn't going to be there. That doesn't matter. I have a third thing to add to that. Ooh, hit it. Um, well, they didn't quite advertise it, but they hinted um, in their tweet that they sent out before SmackDown. Looked like they did a preview of this match, this match, and this segment. Um, the third one that they put included in their tweet was Daniel uh, Daniel Bryan to make his announcement question mark with an image of D. Yeah. Bright. He wasn't on the show at all. Two weeks in a row. An announcement. Two yeah. weeks in a row. They are trying to milk that fucking bait and switch. Something fierce, lads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So two o five. That's the rumor. Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan to two o five. Yep. That's the rumor that's doing the rounds. Jesus. That would get eyes on it. Go where no Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan has gone before. Yeah. No one's transferred to 205 Live voluntarily before. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so all the giving out we've done about Raw, do we want to nominate it? Oh my God. Do I even have this thing, Nick? You, you're, 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 what you're doing here, Nick, is you're, you're making claims. You're making big, big claims. <laughs> but I will indulge. <laughs> Current current champion, I believe, is the Sami Zayn. You could have said AEW segment. Yep, the old electric chair thing. Yep. I think. Fuck it. I'll go in with you on it. Yes, I'd say yes. I'll go in with you. It was terrible, and you're a couple of weeks away from SummerSlam, and you just paused all the storyline. Oh, I'm I'm leaning towards no, but I'm open to be swayed if you can put up an argument. Fitz, how are you? I'm feeling? very much so. I, I feel like Fitz is going to be with us. I am balls deep on yes here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we need to see is this four yeses and a golden buzzer, or what way we go with this? Okay, so uh, arg- argument for it being a, a new champ. It would, I'm saying yes. My, my main argument is this was a show you picked up. Obviously, got all those those ratings, and they did nothing. Nothing happened on this show. It was literally this show could not exist, and there'd be no difference in the bill. Yeah, like, they had, had nothing to make you tune in next week. If anything, this hurts the ratings more because of the false promise of a good show. Uh, had, they had extra eyes on the product and no reason to come back. Had DBS yeah. though. <laughs> did have DBS <laughs> when. <laughs> Are you gonna golden buzzer it? I'm tempted. It's like there are no segments that jump out at all except for BBSE and the 24-7 and Bray laying out Foley. There was an awful lot of absolute shite there. And even some of the good stuff. The, the likes of the the likes of the fucking click moment stuff should have been good. It should have been something special, but it wasn't. I've got about 20 seconds left on this bit. Um, you know what? I'm I'm going to go itchy. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to say, yeah, it, ha- it, ha- it had its one or two moments where I, which have kind of swayed me towards being on the fence. But the negative far, far outweighs the positive. So I'm going to say, yeah, it's four yeses. A little noise for the Lashley sisters! 
24 hours a day. Sweat activated. When you perspire, you're on fire. Oozy hot. <laughs> Seven days a week. Welcome to a moment of bliss. The 24-7 title. <laughs> oh, me every time. That's, a, that, that's a new one. Uh, that's a new, yeah, I've used it once before. Just the once. Uh, and yeah, Solshire yeah, once has won it. Solshire has won it. Now, I hate to do it, lads, but it's a special 100 episode, but... Could be, it could be the shortest rain of all time. <gasps> we have a cash in. Yeah, <laughs> we have a cash in. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, we've done these things for the wrestling life and take two takedown before, and you know, he said, you know, we'll use an opportunity to plug our show, but also, you know, plug your show on ours. About three weeks ago, I said, lads, get us a thing over, and we'll plug your show. You can tell us how great we are. Put us over. I've been plaguing them. And I asked them twice today and they didn't get back to me. The Wrestling Life sent it today. Great, great bunch of lads. But no T3, <gasps> Nick. Nope, nowhere to be seen. Uh, we have their lovely glorious belt over here and everything. Mm-hmm. We are their champion. So I'm thinking... New champ. Do we... Don't worry, I won't play the whole thing again. <laughs> I will not do that, don't worry. Do we really want to give them one of our titles? That's it. I, I don't Ooh, want to give them the satisfaction of being the champion. Okay, They're not even yes, worthy like of being our worst moment of the year. Yes. And you know what? That works out much, much better than giving it to them. So. Raw reunion retains. <laughs> I thought I'd stick the boot in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. That's a hundred done, boys. That's it. hundred more. Will we last another hundred? Right. I'd say so. Yeah, I'm going to take the first 50 off, though. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to send out all the instructions of how to do this shit so we can do yeah, it. Yeah, you just turn it on and you just kind of hope. <laughs> yeah, <you just> <laughs> and we are not going to make it anywhere near episode 102. We're not making, yeah, we're not making 101 at this stage. <laughs> Yeah, if nothing goes up next week just it's going 102 okay it's just it's the weekly thing um, next one is the end of September is the two year anniversary that'll be the next milestone Jesus usually the week that a popular football based entertainment video game product comes out I don't know what it's you're talking week. about this is completely new information to me yeah it's not pro even Madden yeah <laughs> Jesus that's that, next week we're fucked it fucking came out <laughs> Like, oh, it's on uh, Access. Access yes. Yeah. yes, it is. That's and I'll say no more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Allegedly. What the hell was that? Uh, yeah. That's it. It's been fun. It has been a good crack. It's been emotional. Made new friends. Lost some. <laughs> brought one back from the dead. We've had deaths. We've had resurrections. We've had bands. We've, we've had, had Gordo's mummy. I... I've, Erection. <laughs> we've had Big Dog and Blue Chew and No, we haven't uh, had Blue Chew. No, we cuts. haven't had Blue Chew. Still waiting. Someday. Yeah. Chew World Order. Sons of bitches. What, it's not even a real Chew World Order without us. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's been a fun time. I don't have any big send off for uh, it though. I don't have any though I put all the effort was put into the front of this and of course the securing the special guests took a lot oh, of my yeah, negotiation that, that skills. Tough. That was some good work. 
had a lot of budget. Six nine. I don't know, it was 6-9 uses one phone call to record that. Yeah, so. well, fair folks. Um, yeah, I don't know, probably a shout out to some of the, some of the regulars as well. Some of, of the course. Yeah. Boys. yeah, Rory, Jordan, Rian, Chicken, T3, fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, wrestling life. And of course, Duke Weaselton. He hasn't been around much lately, but he helped us out a lot to start with, like, music unlicensed music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, he always retweets our stuff and he always listens to it and he always has positive feedback got 100 episodes and no one's called us a prick yet lads I'm well, like, these people have called us pricks yeah. have they we've had well, people block us I haven't seen we've had we've, oh I suppose yeah. we've had the Saudi shows are normally a bit of a laugh made a new Bessie yeah. Bessie and Road Dog you know it's been, like, it's been an emotional yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. 100 episodes like uh, gold but I haven't heard anyone himself. say it's shit <laughs> no one has said it's a bad anyone who's heard it has said it's great crack that's because so we're not I, I don't know yeah we are a great bunch of lads. Hashtag See, sound Jordan, bastards. Jordan just called us a shower bricks. See, that's the way it works. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh. Killed him again. Uh, and that, he had a good run. He fucking died a second time quicker than Jesus did. <laughs> yeah. You ugly hate-filled man. Got two out of that one. Not too bad. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, we, do we even need to do plugs this week? I don't know if we do. Nah, everyone knows where to find us. Usual shit. Wherever the yeah. fuck you found us now, we're on everywhere yeah. except Podcast One. We're on Twitter. It's at Two Bit Wrestling. That's the main stuff. Make sure you give us an yeah. five stars wherever the hell you find us. Give us a nice review. Call us cons, even if, but give us five stars. Yes. Uh, nice. Five stars means yeah. Well, five stars means pe- more people see us. So if you give us five stars, even if you think we're a cunt a collective cunt between the four of us uh, <laughs> our children need wine then at the end of the day that means more people will get to hear how much of cunts we actually are and then they too can call us cunts so yeah yeah spread the word of our cuntishness yeah that's been good <laughs> Jordan our lads it's pretty wank in fairness <laughs> but that's the point that was the stylistic program <laughs> no, that we no had wank. when we started this no <laughs> Uh, I think I think J Dog meant to yeah. say it's dank, but whatever. Yeah, like our memes. Yeah, yeah. word man not hot in it. In it, yeah, dancing in the park or whatever. Consensual, cons- consensual park. penis. And... <gasps> no consensual penis. What? Are you mad? I have it here somewhere. <laughs> it's just a matter of finding. It. <laughs> <laughs> Can't find your penis. Yeah. <laughs> consensual. So that's direct. Do you reckon he raped or like? No, <laughs> we've waited all this time. <laughs> we haven't had our guest star yet, actually. Huh? We haven't had the Who guest, the star, guest star, star yet. Oh my god! Guest star, your dearly beloved. Oh, oh yeah, Circa. We never got her on. A hundred episode, and we never. We she's always on. Trying to get Don Marnell. <laughs> she was on. I was listening to a bit of Circa today, and they're trying to work out how many rugby balls can fit into a jeep. That's what's going on Legitimately And I walked out of my place of business And there was the jeep With dozens Or probably hundreds of rugby balls in it Outside a well-known sports establishment mm. So that's what Circa's at But we, hold on now We'll patch her through um, I, uh, Where is it now? The ISDN line There we are <laughs> Circa oh. Hi guys <laughs> Penis. Did someone Howdy, say sir. penis? <laughs> <laughs> How's Love Island chat going for you? Oh my god, it's so amazing. <laughs>
Uh, we're having live screenings in most good cinemas worldwide for the finale next Monday night, including the iCinema Galway for all four of you lovely gentlemen. Yeah, they've put newspapers on the seats. Mm. Yeah, fucking cunts. <laughs> Jesus, Gordo, you're back. <laughs> what, what did I miss? Oh, baby! Ah, oh, circles. Ah, fucking whore. <laughs> Filthy, absolute harlot. Filthy harlot. Yeah. But, uh, lads, it's been good crack. It has been fun. It has. I've had a pizza sitting inside the sitting room for the last 10 minutes, so I'm going to get the fuck out of here in a minute. <laughs> nice. Uh, but as usual, thanks to everyone. And um, I may not be here next week, but I might. Depends on if uh, special guest timing, I suppose. <sighs> but if I'm not. But you need you need not worry, because I, I can leave all this stuff running and I just my mic will be off. I just don't want to do a script and watch Raw and SmackDown last week. That's all it is. Ooh, if yeah. you can find a way that I don't have to watch it, I'm good. Or comment on it in any way, but either way, thanks for 100, and here's 2,000 more. Yeah, good night, home. <laughs> <laughs>